This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white. And I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head. And uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Arctic Podcast, episode 132. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, or the Podcast.com, where you can also find some sweet swag. It's August the 7th, everybody. On this day in history, the Purple Heart was instituted. Which president do you think instituted the Purple Heart? Which, if you know, is for if you're wounded, right? Um, <clears throat> Roosevelt. George Washington. Oh, wow. Then known as the Badge of Military Merit. The Purple Heart is a military decoration. In 1932, on the 200th birthday, I'm sorry, 200th birth anniversary of Washington. Yeah, so Washington's 200th birthday. Come on. It was decided that the award would be given to those wounded or killed while serving in the United States Armed Forces as a result of enemy action on or after April 5th, 1917. (laughs) What if you were were shot by the Germans? (laughs) On April 4th. No way. This is some bullshit. But what did what did George Washington institute then? The precursor. What did, The non-purple heart. Yeah. It said what it was at the beginning. Badge of military merit, but... That's what it was called. But what is that? What, what gets you that? Let's see. Same thing. Cross of St. Non-commissioned officers and privates... Wait. So you're saying that it was... Non-commissioned with private? <laughs> or without? It had to have privates back then. <laughs> so you're saying that it's the same award It was if you were injured? I think so. So before April 5th, 1917, you still got a, mil- a badge of military merit. I see. It just wasn't I purple. See. I think I'd rather have the badge of military merit. What? But I'm not a soldier. I don't know. You don't, just... like, you don't like purple? Actually, I do really like purple. And hearts? <laughs> I don't like hearts. <laughs> uh, ooh. This day in history, a daredevil walks a high wire between the twin towers of the World Trade Center. What's Did his you... name? He's French. His name is Felipe Petit. Mm. 24 years old, walked eight times across the high wire. Did you watch this movie? I think movie? I've seen her on Pornhub. <laughs> no, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt played the guy who did oh, it. Oh, that's right. No, I didn't see them. 1974. That was uh, 11 years before my birth. That's true. Do you think that... <laughs> throwing that out there. I remember watching the movie, and it was like because the, the trade towers were still under construction, that's how he got up there. Oh. It's crazy, though, because he, like, laid down on the Little wire. did he know. <laughs> you know, maybe if he hadn't have done that, it wouldn't have got press. Yeah. It wouldn't have been the target. It's true. It just would have been... Have you been watching... Two uh, buildings. I've been watching For All Mankind. Yeah, I finished it. Oh, well, I caught up, I should well, say. Well, yeah, there's one more episode. But I've uh, I've noticed... Wait, is the new episode out? No, there's one more. Oh, okay. It's next okay. week. But during the newscasts, the Twin Towers are prominent in yes. the background. And it's the 90s. It's the 90s. Yeah. I really think they're doing that because it's 
it's leading up to that not happening right in the next season when they go into the 2000s right and they'll probably make gore the president oh i bet you they make gore the president well i don't know she well no because she beat bill clinton so anyone even knows who al gore that's is that's true she did spoiler beat bill. alert did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show but it's yeah it's historical very much fiction yeah it's what could have happened yeah much like scripture <laughs> Hey, I have a, not really a retraction per se, but Ashley was listening to the show yeah. last week. Okay. And we, it was, you know, it's about Johnny Kim. Oh, should yeah. Run for president. Right. And I was like, did you listen about that guy? It's crazy, right? He's crazy. Right. And she's like, honestly, I wasn't paying attention that much because I thought it was a joke because when Spencer introduced oh. him, she's, he said, like, Jonathan Kim, uh, well, um or something. Was that his real his full name? His name is <laughs> I don't know, but she thought you were making fun of the North Korean oh. president, like Kim Jong Un, John Kim, Johnny Kim. No. Oh, it's because his name's I I must have said Jonathan Yong Kim. Yong, yes. Yeah. So anyway, it was just funny. So if you guys if you had the same thing as Ashley. No. Where Johnny Kim is not fictional. <laughs> no, he's very all much the real. Things, all the things that Kim Jong-un has said he's done, Johnny Kim has actually done. Yeah, including <laughs> he no longer poops. Yeah. <laughs> he he's got just absorbed in yeah, it. Yeah, he figured that out in med school Yeah, in preparation for... Uh, it was his thesis, his Harvard thesis. <laughs> for his astronaut. <laughs> anyway. No, that wasn't true, that part. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Everything else, though. <laughs> Basically, any co- accomplishment you can think of, he's, well, he's done. Well, since it. we're talking about, since we talked about Johnny Kim and how smart he is, I want to tell you something that happened to me the other day that is the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it the Connie Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was early morning, and I was driving Uber. I decided, well, I woke up early and was like, I'm going to go drive for work. And I got to this, I need to go get gas, so... I pulled up to the stoplight, and it was red for a while, and there were two cars across from me, and I was going straight, and they had their blinkers on. Okay. And the light turned green, <laughs> and... So you should have just proceeded. Instead, I'm like, you idiot! Why aren't you turning? Why aren't you going? I'm, in, I'm saying this out loud, and then the one guy just goes eventually, and I'm like, come on! What the hell? And then I cross, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I should not. This is not. Oh, man. I don't know what led me to. If you had been armed. I know, right? It could have been Why a problem. Why did you shoot them? They had the green. <laughs> I was taught that if you're going left, yeah. you just go. Yeah. It was. Uh... You're like one of those people at the four-way it, stop you know, who it waves did, the It people. did take me as I pulled into the gas station. It took me a few minutes to be like. Oh man! You didn't. You didn't. Did you like let out a chuckle? <laughs> no, it was just embarrassing. It like kind of ruined my whole day. I'm like, oh man, because you, <laughs> you were still mad. You were still mad. No, you got, I was just like I wasn't, the- I wasn't mad. I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I could see like shoving the gas in your car, like all aggressive, <laughs> stupid assholes. <laughs> oh man, That's it was funny. it was bad. So. I've been paying close attention to my stoplight uh, reactions. I thought you were going to go the other way because I think everyone has been at a left and the light turns green and they kind of woo and hurt. Yeah. Because they think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, not this. I'm just glad they went and we didn't go through the whole light cycle. (laughs) 
and they'd be so I mad just at hope, you. I just hope that by the time the next light cycle came around, right. I would have figured out. So they didn't like come up to my window. Sir, Are you okay, sir. <laughs> you you're gonna get shot, and, and then you're gonna be like, "Why did they shoot you?" And you're like, "I I was letting them go. <laughs> <laughs> I was being. It was early. I was I was wanting to do my good deeds uh. for the day, <laughs> and uh, one thing led to another. Yeah. Um. So I was having a conversation the other day. Well, there were, my sister was. I was at my sister's. Yeah. And Frozen was on in the background. Sure. There's a lot of musical numbers in Frozen, right? And uh, I was, I, I was like, Amy, have you ever like just really thought about how stupid musicals are? It's <laughs> true. <laughs> like how dumb it is that they just break out into singing, right? And then I was like, you know, there's so many planets out there. <laughs> I bet there's a planet where <laughs> where it's the opposite. They just sing those. <laughs> Everybody sings and then they go to Broadway to see just spoken, spoken word. Spoken word. This is a terrible play. <laughs> yes it is. And then there's people there's people doing podcasts. Yeah. They're like, "What is the point of the spoken word shit?" It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> now, I've often thought of Listen, I'm not I'm not not a fan of of certain musicals. I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't like them right. or they're not entertaining. I'm just saying when you really dive deep down no, into the weird. actual concept, it's really it's stupid. Str- it's strange. And it if you think about it too much, it becomes existential. Right. You start to think like, well, what's the point of anything? <laughs> <laughs> because why am I alive? Yeah. <laughs> and you start arguing with yourself. You're like, well, I actually kind of like the music, you know, like Phantom and right. Miz and stuff. And then you're like, but I haven't. I guess I don't know the meaning of anything. <laughs> Next thing you're, you know, you're in the middle panhandling for money because you've just gone insane. Right. You've lost your yeah. mind. Where did it all start? Musicals. Musicals. I, were you in one and it failed? No, I just, they're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're not saying they're, they are, though, but they are. No, they're not. They're, they're not. They're entertaining. They're great. They're, they're, they are a great form of art. They're not stupid, but. They're stupid. But when you really dive deep into the concept itself... It's kind of weird. It's like, oh, man, this is uh, yeah. this is actually dumb because that would never happen in real life. Right. I mean, you know, you say that a lot with movies, obviously, but this is one of those things where you're like, yeah, that you're right, that would never that happen. Would actually unless, unless we did. We could start it. We it could. wouldn't be received well. We could. It would. You know, I think they, they tried to with, like, flash mobs. Right. And it didn't take. Right. That, because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked watching some flash mobs. Like stuff. high school musical? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't go. So I was driving again the other day and I was stuck in traffic. There was an accident and in my avoidance I took a side road and ended up being in more traffic, which is nine times out of ten what happens. And I, I, I drove by the farmer's market on uh on Saturday. Well, no, it's not the sorry, it's not the farmers market. It's that uh, it's just a little shop off by the the interstate in Sunset. It's been oh, there forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they had a uh, a little sign on the side, and it says, uh, I, "I sent it to you." Yeah, right? I got it right here. It's on it the says, screen. Do small things with great love. And obviously, my head went to immediately. That is what I used to tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> My ex-wife. Hey, I like I know, how it's from Mother Teresa. No, you don't want to. <laughs> I know, but do small things 
with great love. Yeah, interesting. You can also do big things with little love. <laughs> uh, that's what I was like. Look, you can leave, but you're going to have bigger things out there. I hope you have enough love for them, because I know you have... <laughs> you sure as shit don't have love for the small things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the farmer's market. Well, whatever. It's not the farmer's market. I know what you're you saying. You know what? I went to the actual Ogden farmer's market. Ashley goes every Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, there was not a lot of farmers to be marketing. There's like one end, and the rest Restrict- was like pictures of Jesus smoking weed in front of a rainbow flag. They do. They keep all of the... Chicken legs. All of the farm legs. stuff on one end, and then it gets into the more... Uh, yeah. Cru- what's it called? Like the stuff you make. Yeah. Like great. crafts. Cra- yes. Well, not crafts. That sounds. There were- Sh- shirts and pictures and paintings. Yeah, paintings and, yeah. and honey. They have honey. Honey. Yeah. Pork. <laughs> <laughs> they do have pork. Uh, yeah. Steak. You know, but there was. There were there were farmers there selling zucchini and yellow squash. Mm-hmm. Why? You yeah. can pretty much go into anybody's yard and just take zucchini and yellow squash <laughs> no, they're, and they'll be grateful. They're growing them. Yeah, okay. So that's is why your everyone else. That's why your neighbors no, are pissed. There is no one. <laughs> no, the thing is, though, is that most people's zucchini and squash isn't ready yet. Like, you I know don't what know, I mean? man. No, it's ready. No, no, no. If you, unless you're a farmer and are planting it early and then plant again no, and plant my, again. I just literally, my my dad made some nasty squash stuff the other day with the stuff that he'd grown. Listen, just because you don't like squash. No, it's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying you can't possibly be making money selling yellow squash and zucchini during the summer here in Utah. I mean, they are everywhere. I would assume that he is. Otherwise, he wouldn't be. I don't know. Well, you know, you know what? Let's ask him Let's next ask time him. we go over. We'll take, we'll take a week, microphone. We'll take a. Yeah, a field trip. Speaking of field trips, yes, we uh, we got tickets. Yeah, I got. Well, you tickets. got tickets because you're the lucky one that well, manages I, to get on there. I just cared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did Artemis launch for uh, launch to the moon. Now this isn't the one that Johnny Kim no. Jong Un is going to be on. This one is a mannequin. Literally, it's a mannequin. Oh, they did. It's They're actually putting mannequins in just there. One. Just one. Just <laughs> one guy. Huh? I'm sure they have like. You know, uh, they tell you it's a mannequin, but it's actually just a knocked out person. <laughs> right? They, no, he's already in there. It's a hobo. The mannequin's already in the spacecraft. Yeah, he's been living there. <laughs> he's homeless, right. Brian. They're doing the right they're thing. Doing, so they're doing him a favor by yeah. giving him a home. That's, you know what? That's a good idea. Can I just say, I'm sure there's someone out there who'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'll go to the moon." What do you want me to do? That's NASA. You just need to wear these. Suit NASA with... takes a lot of heat for spending money, and you know, <laughs> yeah. like, fine, fine, yeah. fine. We'll 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 put we'll take the homeless people right. to the moon. <laughs> Just wear this suit. It's got some accelerometers, got some thermometers There's on like it. There's like a sixty percent chance you're gonna die or never come back. It's very cold slash hot on the moon. I can imagine things in my life going away where I would say yes to that opportunity. To go to the moon <clears throat> permanently? Well, no, just on this mission they're like you no. got sixty percent chance of dying. Oh, I'd be like no. Like if my if my like my family died or you know what I mean? Well, okay. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If there was there I'm sure there's a circumstance I can imagine where I would be like, all right, let's do it. You know? Okay. But there are people like the guy the people who signed up for the Mars mission with SpaceX. Mm-hmm. These these are people who have families. Yeah. And they're like, that's fuck kind it off, of a see slap into <laughs> slap in the face. Especially since it's so far away. Yeah. You're signing up now. 
So I've always should we stay married? Right. Or <laughs> I've always thought that about the people who had the family. I'm like, it's so you know you're gonna die there. Yeah, it's worth it. But your kids, though, you're. It'd be a hard time getting a job. Sit down for a job interview. Where do you see yourself in ten years? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. Dead on Mars. <laughs> Dead on oh, Mars. Sorry, come again. Yeah. Well, I mean, Elon's, hopefully we're Elon's alive. taking me there. Good chance Elon. we'll be dead. <laughs> Our savior. <laughs> yeah. He's actually only sending us there so that there's something biodegradable. <laughs> <laughs> Our suits automatically come off. Ah. <laughs> but Are you no, starting we're to grow the uh, poop potatoes. Yeah. So I no, I'm excited though, and I I sent you a thing about because I was like worried, like I need to buy like a nice lens for my camera, right? No, and, and get some nice binocs because we're three miles away. You know, we're we got the close tickets, by the way, right, people. This is right. as close as you can get without sneaking onto the launch pad and possibly dying. <laughs> by the way, did you know they let you put cameras like right near the pad, like the day before? Oh, really? You can go put like a you know motion activated, a fire activated camera. <laughs> How does it survive? I don't, I don't know. Well, not like on the cement, but just like on the grass that's oh. really close. I, I just saw like a bunch of chat rooms about it, and people were talking about what lens to try. But then I saw a thing that the guy was like, listen, I'm not trying to poo-poo on your idea of taking a picture of the launch, but it wouldn't it be better to get like a nice fisheye and get a great selfie, like a self-portrait? I'm like, that's actually – I sent better. it to you. I'm like, it's a way better idea. I was – so during the air show, there came a point when I was like, why am I doing this? You got some really good photos. No, I did, but here's the thing. So a few a few weeks after, I uh, Facebook suggested that I join this group called Military Photos. Yeah. Oh, man, that reminds me. Just keep going. And uh, Aviation Photos. And people posted all their pictures from the air show. Right. And they're indistinguishable <laughs> from mine. Can you sell them? Is that legal? Yeah, but like I said, it's pretty saturated. I yeah, but I mean, that... you know, you've got you've got a successful Etsy store. Yeah. Um, speaking of groups, mm-hmm. we'll come back to space if we need to. <laughs> I got on these right-wing email blasts a while back. I don't know how. I probably did it as a joke to myself, but now I'm stuck. A joke to yourself? I've, I've unsubscribed, but they keep coming. And they're always trying to sell me something or send me something for a free. Trump coloring book? This is, the, this is the one I got today. Subject line. Oh, first of all. The email address is Gun News USA. Okay. Subject line Your anti Biden switchblade is on hold. Cool, 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 cool. Today's deal 70% off. Biden isn't just coming after your guns, he's coming after all quote unquote assault weapons. Keep reading and discover how to get your best selling knife for less than half the price everyone else has to pay before they're banned. I don't don't understand. It's called the Black Widow, it's a switchblade. Understand. If Obama didn't take away your guns, <laughs> Joe Biden sure as hell isn't going to take away your Anti-Biden guns. Anti-Biden switchblade. And the president doesn't have the power to just take away your guns. No. Hey, remember when the we president, did... The, the type of president that they want has that power. Right. If, you know, I, I, almost, I almost get these things. I already have a switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> but they are a good deal. <laughs> well, I mean, you better get one. And, oh, look at this. The, by the way, we did a fake commercial... About yeah. pocket puss. Yeah. This is 100% real on my phone. The Gun News USA mark insignia. Can you see that? Yeah. It's a Statue of Liberty, but instead of a torch, she's holding an, what looks like Well, an that's so she can plow AR- down all the hungry masses. <laughs> it's an AR-15. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I think it's an AR-15. <laughs> it's so anti. Bring your huddled mess in, <laughs> yeah. so that I can mow them down with I my have AR-15. A feeling, I have a feeling the people who run this though are probably dudes like me and you. Like, I bet you we could make a shit ton of money off selling knives to these crazy fucking red hatters. We, Isn't that I the got, whole current Republican Party? Yeah. Oh, I bet we can get a crap load of <laughs> votes from all these crazy well, red hatters. Yeah, it's probably true. And we did have a run-in with that in Utah. That shirt company. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't even remember what it, it says. Like, uh, oh, lions, not sheep. Oh, yeah. they they so dumb. They advertise the shit out of being made in USA. Yeah. The FTC caught them. Oh. And fined them $200,000. Uh, and they have to remove that now because all of their shirts are made in China. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference between made and printed in. Because I bet they were printed in the USA. No, like, and that's the, so the FTC ruling that's a law uh-huh. is basically everything has to be done in the USA to have that mark. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's, right? what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's why the iPhones will say, like, they may have, they may have. Try thought they were going to get away with it because right. they were printed in the USA or the I, design was made. I doubt it. But the shirt is uh, there's no shirts made in the USA, <laughs> no, no. Indonesia right. or, or India or I, China. I guarantee they're not printing them here. I just have a feeling. I'm, I'm probably. If you're not. lying about one of them, you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So this is uh, uh, Gun News USA. Let's see what the full email is. It's uh, newsletter at gunowner-news.com. Hmm. Don't know how I got signed up, but I appreciate the free shit sometimes. I just happen to already have a switchblade, so I don't need my no. anti-Biden one. Um. <laughs> I just, I, I'm so. There was a sticker on the gas pump the other day that had Joe Biden pointing to the gas price that said, "I did this." I'm like, oh my god, you are so freaking. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm yeah, just like, you guys are so stupid. You're all so dumb. Let me tell you who did gas and, prices and to call uh, to call us sheep. Is so embarrassing and hurtful to sheep. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'll tell you who did this. I was going to talk about this story later. This is in the Associated Press on July 29th. Just this little quote. On Friday, ExxonMobil booked an unprecedented $17.85 billion profit for the second quarter. Huh. And Chevron made a record, a record, $11.62 billion. Mm-hmm. And they used it all to buy back their stocks. I don't care why they used it. No, I'm just saying that but that's what they did. They didn't. This is this doing is, anything. To this help. is no politician, right? I mean, I guess the politicians could pass laws to stop this kind of gouging, which I think Biden was working on. I, I feel like I heard that on the radio. I, I could be wrong, but this is 100 percent the gas companies. Chevron made a record in the no, second quarter, which is do. this happened last time too. The second quarter was when it was the and most then, expensive. And then when demand went down, they laid off all their workers. Right. And it's like they are the most crooked companies. Yeah. Like, it's insane. And they don't even care. They Like, they have to have these earnings calls. And right. they're just like, eh, whatever, no one's going to care. You still guys, you guys still got to buy our shit. Right. I don't know how one of them, how is there not, like, John's Oil? <laughs> that's like, you know what? These guys are making 17 billion, 11 billion. We'll take 1 billion. Right. We'll we'll take 1 billion in profit for a quarter and just fucking undercut the entire industry. How does that not happen? I don't know. We should do it. This sounds I mean it, I can tell you how it happens. It's price fixing, right? Mm-hmm. They they're getting threatened with <laughs> You can't do that or we'll kill you. Mm. That makes sense. I, I I feel that way about a lot of industries, but this one in particular is like Seventeen billion in one quarter. 
is crazy. Well, they're hurting themselves in the long run because they're also seeing record sales in electric cars. Yeah, that's true. You know, I watched a TikTok the other day that finally gave me some uh, ideas or, or thoughts because, you know, last time we talked about electric cars, we talked about how people are always like, I was like, where does the electricity come from? Right. My solar panels. Right. Or my windmill. But then this one was like, well, actually, what no one takes into account is how much energy it goes into creating gasoline. Right. And so just to power the drills themselves is, because they're all electric, to right. power the drills uh, it it can run like all electric cars in the U.S. Right, it's, right, it's, yeah, yeah, because they're probably diesel electric or full electric, right? Right, like, coming from the ground. Yeah, not to mention the. I mean, you could just keep going down, right? Right. Not the ele- the energy it takes to make the drill bits, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> the energy it takes to make the the shaft, right? You know, you know, it was a four part uh, TikTok, and I only got past the first part. Yeah. I feel like that was enough for me. <laughs> well, you already know. Right. You're like, I don't need to do the math to understand the logic of it. Right. Yeah. Oh, but uh, electric cars. You got one yet? No. Hmm. No, I really want to. <laughs> I still have my $100 down for my Cybertruck <laughs> that's been there for four years now. Has it really been no, four I years think it's been like Cybertruck? It must have been two. I don't know. It doesn't matter. No, yeah, it was... It's not going to happen. <laughs> it will eventually. But uh, the Rivians are so... Beautiful. Yeah, Rivians are cool, but I, you know, so is the new F one fifty. It's but it's like it's back ordered for like ten years. I've seen a lot of Machis, the Mustang, oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't like the back on those, but I do like those. They're, they're cool. cool. I've seen a few of those. So they're the Honda's orders are finally ordered. coming out with a bunch. That's where I'm probably going to end up. Yeah, they got to get into that like twenty, thirty thousand range for quality. Yeah, you know, and I, then then you'll get you'll get a lot more once people once once they hit 30,000 everyone's going to get one yeah there's no yeah why wouldn't you why wouldn't you well especially if you have the range yeah that's what everyone's afraid of is range but that's true i mean uh, if you do a lot of road trips <laughs> you know but then as soon as they're more ubiquitous Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna have quick charging stuff places. Yeah, no, it's already in the. They're already talking yeah. about ten minute charges. They'll put like a Denny's. <laughs> you know, come eat, come eat Denny's while you gotta you're... go to lunch anyway. Yeah, grab a Big Mac and let your car charge right. for a few minutes. In fact, we'll give you half off your Big Mac <laughs> if you charge. Right? Oh my gosh, that's genius. <laughs> you know, it's just like Redbox. As soon as I heard about Redbox, I was like, oh, that's gonna be huge. Yep. People were like, no, Spencer, you're stupid. Oh, and, it, and I was like, no, McDonald's is genius. And Blockbuster and they regrets were. it in Hollywood it, video. Redbox destroyed Blockbuster and then Netflix killed them all. But still, it was genius. Remember when Netflix time. was mail-in? Oh, I, I had it for a while. Oh, yeah, everybody did. Because you could get all the crazy movies that... I don't think it was monthly them. back then, was it? It was it was like either or, you right? You could do yeah, you could do different uh, you like per disc. I think or... I had the unlimited. So as yeah, soon yeah. as you watch it, you could turn it back and they'd send you another right. one. You had the little cheap sleeves. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean it wasn't ideal for weekend like, oh right. hey, let's get a No, you had to plan ahead. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> which I you know, I actually miss those days because, you know, Ashley and I sat there and were like, What should watch a movie? There's so much fucking content, man. That's true. And I'm scrolling through Netflix. I'm like, this all sucks. There's so much, but I I, li- I don't want to watch any of them. Mm-hmm. So we ended up watching a movie. I think it was on Hulu with Zac Efron called Gold. And it's super low budget. 
In fact, <laughs> I don't know why. After watching the movie, mm-hmm. I do not know why this company was part of producing it. But it was produced by seven different studios. Uh, always is, yeah. One of them, though, the main one, was Chicken Soup for the Soul. You remember those books? Yeah. So I was like, ah, shit, this is going to be a feel-good fucking, you know? Uh, no, no, no. It was not a feel-good movie. I'm like, why? Were... Looking back, I'm like, what? <laughs> what did they see in this movie? It, like, it wasn't bad. Have you, ever, but... have you ever started a movie and you're watching it and you're like, oh, this is like a right-wing yeah. <laughs> and I have no idea what it is. That I think it's just bad acting. Yeah. Like they they don't they can't hire good actors and you're just like, "Oh. Oh." I still haven't watched uh 2000 Mules or whatever, which is the one What's that guy's name? 2000 Mules? It's the dude, if you Did haven't you heard of 2000 Mules, <laughs> it's about the election. It's that dude who went to jail. Hang on, let me find his name. All right, internet, let's go. Does he have 2,000 mules? Dinesh D'Souza. Have you heard of him? Oh, dude, he's like a right-wing... Dinesh? Dinesh, yeah. I think I believe he's Indian. Um, oh. No, it's, it's exposed... Here's what the description. Exposing widespread coordinated voter fraud in the 2020 election. Sufficient to change the overall outcome. But... I think he's the same one who made that Barack uh, doc during when he was president. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't already call it like world is on fire or something. <laughs> but seventy seven. Where's the evidence then? Why does he just present it all and then it's it, not real? Or? So critics critics obviously look at it and are or like are like you took everything out of context here. You know what I mean? You made up a bunch of shit. Like you just basically it's like I haven't watched it. Mm. But all the critics that I watch that I've seen their reviews are like it's just a montage of just random photos and clips and him telling you what they are. Oh. With no, he's the one saying what that is. See that car across the street? <laughs> yeah. See it? It's got votes in it. Right. Where? Where? It could be it, like in a the back seat. They're in bags. I don't. Right. It's there. It's like a bubble it's jet there. printer, like Trust a close up me. on a bubble jet printer that says like "fake vote." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I kind of want to watch mani- it. I'm a maniacal person. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of want to watch it just just cause, but it's also hard to dedicate time to something that you know. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Um, have you ever, so there's something called St. Elmo. It's a movie from the 80s, St. Elmo's Fire. Fire. It's also a place, and it's also a thing. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of things. So, one of my, um, I just sent you a video, I'm going to send another one right behind it. Um, one of my pilot friends, who shall remain nameless, because I guess you're not supposed to video while you're in the cockpit in the U.S., but. (laughs) Really? Oh, while you're sending that to me? Yeah. (laughs) I almost sent you a TikTok video. It was a flight, a Southwest flight landing in Las Vegas. I, you saw it. No. I didn't know it was a sim until it hit the fucking ground. I didn't either. Oh my God. That's so funny. I, I, so I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, because this is my job to, yeah. to get. I'm like, how the hell did they get permission to do this? Right. And I'm like, why are they so close to the building? And that's, I was like, that is. And I was thinking, this is not a normal Las Vegas approach. Right. And I'm at the end. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. I can't believe that wasn't real. Like it only looked animated once the wheels hit, and I was yeah. like, oh. I I couldn't believe how far it got me. All right, I didn't send it to you because I'm like, he's gonna make fun of me. No, I did the same freaking <laughs> thing. I was I was shook. <laughs> I went to the comments and people were kind of saying the same thing. I was like, 
I mean, maybe we should have noticed when he was like ten feet above the mirage. <laughs> I know. Well, I know that but, they they do low. They they fly pretty low in Vegas. They like banked into yeah, the runway. That's when I was at, at that point, I was like, "This is not." But this no, is unusual. Yeah, my first thought was your. So my first thought was, they're really close to these buildings, right? And then my second thought was. How'd they get the camera on there? Right. It's like, like, this must be a promo like, for Southwest. I, so I need look, <laughs> to figure out how to do that. So I looked down at the things to see if it was like Southwest's official TikTok. Uh-huh. And it wasn't. I was like, this is weird, man. And then the wheels hit. And I'm like, that was like, a fucking animal. I thought my boss would be so pissed <laughs> <laughs> if I just strapped a camera onto the back of my airplane. Yeah, just <laughs> put it back there. Hey, how did you get this? Well... They didn't notice. I just put it back there, GoPro, dangling the whole time. <laughs> just on a rope? Yeah. I put it there, hope for the best. I don't know. Uh, did you send these in text? Oh, yeah. Nah, it's taking a sweet yeah, freaking time yeah, to get over it. there. Did you get the, the first one? No, oh, hold on. It's So anyway. Yeah, go find that. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a, clearly, I guess, a simulator. Like a... It's the new flight sim, and uh, I need to get it. I just, it's, I need to get a new Xbox before I get it. Is it using that weird? What's that new like engine I keep seeing that people are showing like the real? Oh, it looks like real life. I know what you're talking about. I'm sure all the people listening probably know. There was too. one I saw that was a first person shooter, right? And like that's real, that's real. And then I, I watched him reload. I'm like, that wasn't real. <laughs> that was way too fast. Well, the thing, the the thing with the flight sim is they paired with. Uh, with like Bing maps, mm, yeah, and they use all their data data to, so not all, but a lot of the maps are like super, super detailed and realistic, right? Like the Vegas one, yeah. So why is this not sending? I don't know. Okay, well, there's the other one. Maybe that'll. Kick but tell in. me about what it is. Okay, just... so, uh, um, so he shows me this video, and uh, the first video, if it ever comes up, is uh, the thunderstorm that they were right next to. Oh, uh, I'm playing that, right? That's not... So he's in the cockpit. Is he flying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess you'd, you know, autopilot, but... Well, yeah. And um, so he's flying, and there's a huge thunderstorm next to them. And I guess whenever um, uh, whenever they're in uh, near a thunderstorm or over a thunderstorm, um, there's so much electricity in the air that static builds up on the air... And you'll get basically, you know, like static discharge, but it's on the windshield. And so it's like these giant lightning bolts are just popping up and down off the off the, off the windshield, like right in front like of a, you. Like a Tesla coil? Like they're just yeah. like constant? Like basically, like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And so uh, he sent me that. And that's not St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire is more rare because it's like this blue flame that starts coming up uh, on the bottom of the windshield. Okay. And um, if this video will ever go through, I don't know why it's... I remember looking up what St. Elmo's Fire was when the when I watched the movie, not in 1985, but whenever I did. I was like, <laughs> what is that really? Luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like object such as a mast, spire, or chimney. All right. Corona discharge. I don't know. I might have just sent that to your phone. It might have been your computer. I don't know. Oh, I got it. Let's see if this... But anyway... Um, wow, they're not that big of folders, are they? I don't know. Oh, here it goes. It's sending. It's actually going through. Sent. 
So this 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 one that I just sent to you is the the video, and it's not it's hard to see. All right, let me flip this over to our screen. It here. is. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so, so light- you can see the windshield white. Like that's the that's the outline of the window right there. Oh okay. And then that's just right on the windshield right there. You see the big. Yeah. The big. Uh, so, oh yeah, yeah. There's the edge of the windshield. Right here, you can start to see it at the bottom. Yeah. See that little blue glow. Oh, that's St. Elmo's fire. Yeah. All right. And apparently that's actually really rare to have happen. The lightning on the windshield isn't that uncommon. It's scary as shit if you didn't know. That. I know. That's what he said. He's like, when I when I was a first officer and the first time it happened to me, I thought we were going to die. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just see it. You look over at the pilot. You're like, God, no, man. <laughs> what, what is this? All is lost. Um, post that video to TikTok anonymously, I guess. No. Like, I found this online. <laughs> well, there's actually a ton online uh, of actually, like, way better videos So on no YouTube. one's obeying that rule. Well, to be fair, a lot of them are foreign pilots. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the rule exactly. Stupid FAA. They are stupid, but I don't want to get into that. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so, yeah, Google uh, St. Elmo's Fire on airplane. St. Emil's Fire Airplane, mm-hmm. and you'll get a bunch of cool stuff on YouTube. Um, that you do, you know, the pilots they get a, they get quite the show up there. Yeah, more than uh, yeah. I want to delete the message? You haven't sent it. Jeez. Do you want to send as a text message? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, do you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> what? When you're putting together a large group message, yeah, and everybody has an iPhone. Except for one person. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call out who that one person is in our group. And it's Jake Vockler. Yeah, he's, you know. Because. If, you know what it is? Libertarians. Yeah. It's libertarians. It must be what it is. <laughs> because last time, every time I'm at work, right? So my messages, I, I usually have my phone for watching whatever I'm watching. Right. And so if I'm watching something, I don't want to. <sighs> right, right, right. And I'm like, oh, there's a text. So I'll pull it up on my computer. It's not there. It's not there because Jake Bockler refuses to conform and get a motherfucking iPhone. I agree with you, and I'm just as upset Same about with my it. my dad. Uh, but his come through on my computer. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a setting. I, I mean, they're, they're green. Well, I do get, that's what I don't understand. Is I not do his get messages. Some, like my dad's will come through, but my work, maybe it's a setting on my work computer. Maybe. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's true oh, though. Yeah, it's right you're, here. You're Look putting through, a, especially if you want to send a photo or a video, because then everybody's like, "Oh, you got to send that to me separate." Yeah, I'm like, no, because you just the, don't get it. Yeah, it ruins the res. All right, I'm glad I'm not just alone. Get just get an iPhone, iPhone. Man, or you know, Android. Figure it out. Android, Android is so full. Uh, you know, it's actually way better. There's so many more features. Blah 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 blah. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? What features? They're the same people. What do you? What do you? What? I my phone does everything I need to do right. and probably a little more. Right. What features are you talking about? Does it wipe your ass for you? <laughs> like what does it do? It and you know what? If it did do that in four years, Apple will have perfected it, so it's not some sorry ass version, okay? And it'll be way better. Right. It'll get. It, there won't be any dingling berries after like you have now. Right. It'll really get in there. In fact, it'll be more like a bidet, okay? It's just. This is the funny thing is is I remember, geez, it's got to be whenever the iPhone four came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that was. 
It uh, was 2010. 10? I know that because I got one. We were it. at <laughs> we were at a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Actually at Randy's house. Uh-huh. Jake was probably there. <laughs> <laughs> but Brent came. And he had you and Brent came to the New Year's Eve party together. You were dating. And <laughs> he had a new Android. And he was super excited to show everybody. Right, yeah. And I was in the kitchen getting some dip. Uh-huh. Right? And uh, someone walks over and he says, like, hey, what you got there? And I only heard your voice. And you said, oh, Brent's showing everybody is not iPhone 4. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing back then. You know so. who has an iPhone now? Brent. Brent. Yeah. He has for a long time. In fact, everyone that I know of, Stubbs used to be the same way. Oh, the Android, blah, blah, blah. Brent. They all have iPhones now. You know why? Because it's just, just they it's conform. Just it's easier. It's just easier. It links everything together. Yep. Everyone has one. You don't look stupid with your dumbass green bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uneducated. I have a right. green bubble. And the, the reason I was telling people that story, though, is because this is not new for Spencer. Yeah. He's, he's consistent like Bernie. You're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just hate it. I just hate it. Just just do it, man. Oh, my Android so much. You know, it's like the story. It's the story of, uh, I don't know if it's a true story, but you see it pop up on Facebook every now and then where there's uh, like a 747 pilot, and he's up there, and an F-16 pulls up next to him, and he's like, hey, check this out. And he starts doing all these tricks on his F-16. And he's like, what do you think about that? And then the pilot goes, we'll check this out. And like 10 minutes go by and the F-16 pilot's like, what? What?" He's like, I just went to the back of the plane, took a huge (laughs) dump, (laughs) grabbed a snack, some dinner, came back up, and I'm here again. You know, that's the difference between Android and iPhone. Okay. (laughs) That's the difference. Yeah, so you go true. on with your Android. That's a faster or has all the the greatest features. That's I'll a, be in no, the back a really taking good a dump and getting a snack. It's a really good analogy. People don't like the uh, the dirty details of flying in an F. That means you're wearing a diaper. Well, yeah, or yeah. just holding it. Did I ever tell you? <laughs> I think I, I probably shared, but I will again. The uh, I was listening to a book about all the Apollo missions. Uh huh. And they had different condom sizes for oh. the bladders to right. pee into. Okay. Especially on, like, the 14-day missions, they didn't really have, right? And they were, especially if on um, when they were still on the Earth, like, in the capsule getting ready for launch and stuff, sometimes they're in there for a few hours, and gravity's still a thing. But none of the astronauts, they were too proud to say what their actual size was. So they'd get the condom, inevitably... They'd get the condom that was too big, and then they'd have to sit in a puddle of their own pee. That's what you get. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, bring me the smallest one you have. Yeah. And a couple elastics. Yeah. And a rubber band. <laughs> Do you want to? I want a tight rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to hurt. Yeah. You know when you wrap a string around your pinky? Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be like that. Actually, forgo the condom. You know those little finger? <laughs> the finger cot? Yeah. That actually would be just fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Pinky. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good story. Uh, they're probably just like, bring me a, a, a trash bag, hefty, yeah. hefty, hefty, <laughs> wimpy, wimpy, yeah. wimpy. I'm not gonna pee in here. <laughs> Four hours later, we oh, notice the yellowing around your <laughs> suit. Yeah, it's getting old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lots of sweat down there in my crotch region. Yeah, no one thinks about that. You know, when they do spacewalks on the space station, they're usually like 
eight, ten hours long. Right. They go out there. They don't want to have to come back, you know, go back and forth. Right. They're out there a long time. In fact, Astronaut Kelly, I read his book, he he talked about getting his knuckles were bloody. Because the spacesuits are pressurized, so it's really hard to to move them. You know, it's not just like you're wearing a a sweatshirt. They're pressured up. Uh, but yeah, he said your your knuckles start to bleed, and Ugh. he had that thing in his eyes. So many stories are coming back to me right now. Like there was a, he was on a spacewalk, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he his eyes started watering, really bad. Ooh. And there's no gravity, so it just bubbles up around your eyes. Oh no! Yeah, and he's like, I can't see. So he's he's talking to Houston. Uh-huh. He's still tethered, <laughs> but he's so- like, I, I can't get back to the to the airlock because I can't see and he's and he's just dreading having to call off the spacewalk right because there's someone else out there with him you know mm-hmm. and so NASA's in Houston's like doing all their shit trying to figure out what it could possibly be and some some engineer in Houston's like try this just hit the release valve on your helmet and let all the air out <laughs> he's like I, th- I have an idea and so he's like you want me to let the air out of my helmet and they're like yeah just try it he's like all right so he does it. I mean, he has enough air, but it's still kind of scary. Right. So he hits the thing, and it vents all the air out. Right. And it sucks the moisture off his eyes. There was uh, the moisture from his oxygen, from his air, oh. uh, reacted with a defog chemical on the inside <laughs> of his visor and created, like, an acid that made his eyes burn. Oh, wow. But it worked. He let the air out of his his uh, helmet, and it just sucked all that it's shit out. Vacuumed it out. Yeah. I mean, his eyes came out. See, why can't they do that with urine? You pee a little, and then you just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you do when you're inside, but not in your space. No. They should, though. Maybe they have figured that out. It's not something they would tell us. Uh, what, uh, do you ever... Cause just you, to have a little you, button on your hip? Just you, you remember the last this, uh, this last uh, all-civilian crew that went in? Yeah. And their po- their toilet didn't work. Yeah, and there's been all those like secrecy about it, yeah. like like when they're questioned about it, like I don't I don't want to talk right. about it. like it's some dark <laughs> space horrible right. thing. I just want to know what it what like what really happened. Why are they so like my understanding? There, there, I mean, there's shit everywhere. It really it was, doesn't it was take all over the place. Right, it, it was does, a nightmare. <laughs> it doesn't it was, take. <laughs> it doesn't take that much of an imagination <laughs> to figure it out. It was a snow globe of feces. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was no escape. I mean, astronauts threw up all the time on Apollo. You know, mm-hmm. and they 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 had them on special diets mm-hmm. for months before the launch. Right, but they still had to shit in there. Mm. They put it on on Apollo. They shat in little. It looked like a top hat <laughs> <laughs> that was sticky, right? So right. that the brim of the top hat was sticky, so it would stick to your ass. Yeah, and you'd poop in that, and it had, and then it had little pellets you would crunch with your poo and shake it uh. to absorb it. But because the, they couldn't evacuate, they could evacuate pee, but they they couldn't. They couldn't do it with poo, so they just had to store it in, like, buckets. We noticed you're coming back 300 pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah, Tom got really <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> the Szechuan chicken. <laughs> but, they, yeah, that and, uh, I mean, Apollo 13, they couldn't they couldn't spare the power to, to let the pee out. Oh, yeah. So they had to bag that up, too. Gross. No, in that book, it was... Just open a window. Yeah. In that book, the astronauts often retur- refer to it as, like, a, a floating men's room. Like, by the time it got back, it's just nasty. Oh. And, it, you know, it's hot. So, not for them. I feel the like people who would go pick up the capsule <laughs> after they got in the water, yeah. they're like, oh, jeez. I feel like there should be a way to make it not hot in the capsule. Well, it's Since it's like a bazillion negative degrees. Well, it's not. It, I, when I said hot, I meant when, it was, when they landed in the water. Ah, it was actually really 
it, the the reentry didn't doesn't heat up the capsule very much. Right, the, right, the heat right, shield right. does a really good job. But when as soon as they open the door, it's not that big. So all that warm, well, all humid do, Pacific air you... fills into the. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that comes from really cold and dry. Like really comfy and dry in that capsule to warm Pacific air. Just they should make a candle scent out of that and sell it <laughs> at the space center. Astro shit. <laughs> it's like this is the scent of the capsule being opened. Right. And and it's freeze dried, so you have to rehydrate it, reconstitute it before you light it up. It's yeah. Rehydrated feces. <laughs> oh, it's nasty. You don't uh, you, it really doesn't take that much imagination to figure out what's going on. Right. If your toilet stops working. They're shitting in bags, people, mm. and just letting it float around, and hopefully they don't run out of the tablets. Ooh. But, they, yeah, when they throw up on Apollo, they just sometimes they wouldn't have a bag ready, and they'd have to catch it. I feel like there should just be a, sh- a hatch you can open, like a two-way hatch. Th- yeah, just a little one. It's a yeah. little tiny airlock. Right. Little tiny airlock. And just throw up into it. Close it. Close it. Open that door. Yeah. I'm patenting that, NASA. Good idea. Proof of concept. Elon SpaceX. The next SpaceX will have that, so it's not. <laughs> These threatening people. I'll <laughs> fucking kill you if you tell them about the toilet. I know. It's weird. People won't go to space uh, if there's no toilet. We can't talk about that. That's weird. It was weird. Yeah. Um, What's going on with uh, Luke? It's very sad. Yeah? Yeah, we had to put Luke down. Oh, did you? When did that happen? Just on Friday. Oh, and it, man. Uh, I don't even know why I put it on here. <laughs> just oh. to tell you, just to let every... No one, I mean, I don't know why we do this to ourselves. Why do we get animals? So Luke's, Luke's our dog. We've had him for 10 years. We adopted him when he's three. So he's, he was 13, and he just got cancer, and we had to put him down on Friday. Mm. It's terrible. But we have an amazing vet who happens to be Amanda Vockler, Dr. Amanda Vockler. Who has an iPhone. She does have an iPhone. But she comes, she's a mobile vet, so she comes to the house. Mm-hmm. And so he was very, very comfortable in his favorite spot in our living room. And, uh, yeah, he wasn't scared. Like a lot of dogs, you take them, or animals, right. you take them to the vet. They're kind of nervous already. So, no, it was it was nice, but it's, it's yeah, it fucking sucks. Well, that's sad. Anyway, we'll dedicate this episode to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a good dog. Never have another dog like him, for sure. And I'm not just saying that because I'm sentimental. Like, I, I really don't, I just don't see it happening. No, he was super cool. Yeah. Not a good guard dog at all. No. But, no. Uh, <laughs> he He could let out a scary bark, but I don't know if he yeah. would ever do anything to anybody. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Huh. Well, so this is kind of a deep question that I want to ask. Um, cause I, w- I've been kind of, you know, up and down lately, emotionally, just yeah. kind of, eh. And, and I guess I'm not sad, but I'm just like meh in general. Yeah. And I started thinking to myself, well, what would make me happy? Did I not tell you about this question? Uh-uh. I thought you put it on here because of this. Oh no! This was one of my homeworks from my therapist. Oh really? Yeah. Well, and and let me—I don't know what they said, but I want to expound on that because I—I I don't mean anything financially. Like, no. Obviously, no. if I won the lottery, life might be would be easier to. But I don't think that's that's not the root of the question. What? Would make you no. happy. I think everybody knows that, yes, money would be nice, you know, but lots and lots of social and psych studies have, have shown that that number... It's 250000 No, it's seventy. Oh, okay. Now, it might have been a while ago. After inflation, call it <laughs> ninety. <laughs> it was like seventy grand. They, they, there's no 
marked in improvement in overall happiness. And you can have money and still not be happy. Oh, look very, at all the lotto winners. It's very easy to happen. Yeah. And it's, money is not happiness. It's it's stability. And which is not on happiness, that same yeah. note, like I know that when I get down, I have a it's happened a lot after my divorce was buying things. Just yeah. whatever. I bought so much just Right. I bought it's all out in my shed, like a uh a screen printer, <laughs> like a, <laughs> yeah. a vinyl cutter, there's so much stuff. I just kept buying stuff. And it takes your minds off thing and it makes you you know, feel pretty good for a little bit. Right. But it's not the same thing. No. And it can slip into an addiction pretty quickly. Yeah. So it's kinda of scary too. But um the new I bought a new car that that was pretty fun for like three or four months. I was not happy, but it gave me some confidence or something. You know, well, I don't know. It's 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 you reaching. It's when this happens to people, you're reaching out for what you can control. Right. Right. And and unfortunately, the way our society's built is, you feel like that's like the only thing you have control over. It's the, what I spend most of my time doing is making money. Right. Right. So the only thing I really can control is what I do with that money. I can't control how anyone treats me. I can't control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it sucks that that's what we kind of go to, but. But uh, when you really think about the question, it's – I don't even know if it's possible to answer because no. I haven't really come up with anything. No, it's really, <laughs> like, I, I, don't, so I don't know. I've had, I've had several uh, – you know, six or seven therapy sessions now with this guy, uh-huh. right? And he's good. He's, he's a PhD, but he, he always gives me a homework that we agree on. And the first one was this, but it was worded a different way. Mm-hmm. It was what's happening good in your life and how can you influence it? Okay. Right? And then, then it turned into like two weeks later because I couldn't answer that question. <laughs> I was like, I mean, sure things are going good. I'm not an asshole, right? Like, mm-hmm. I love my my wife, my kids. Like, sure, you know, I do this podcast, which I really like. We have a band, like the kind of the standard, you know, mm-hmm. seminary question, <laughs> seminary <laughs> answers. Uh, but then, it, then it turned into like, what's stopping you from finding these good things? And then one of them was, well, what does make you happy? You know. And it's hard. The things I came up with were, once again, I like playing in the band. I like recording this show. Uh, Quinn. Right. And, and Ashley. <laughs> like, uh, and, he, and he's like, that's fine. That's fine if that's what it is. What can you do to make those better? And that's when I got someone else to do the vending machine in Tremont. And I'm like, I'm not, I, don't, I can't drive up there anymore. Right. It's taking too much time, you know. Um, so, you know, it's a hard question. Yeah, and I mean, I can think of things. I don't know. I guess, I guess, the maybe the idea of being happy is something that we glamorize because I don't know. I can think of times when I feel happiness, like I like uh, when I was at the air show watching the planes. I felt really happy. Yeah, I felt really good. Well, that's an answer then, right? Someone asks you what makes but, you happy. Planes. Jets. Right, right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, and uh, I, the, I was also thinking the other day, or the same line of thought is um, <laughs> it's because I I was Ubering again in the morning and I picked up this guy, definitely kind of a an oddball character, and uh, I'm asking him you know, what he's doing. He's like, I'm going to a anamorphic uh an anamorphic convention what's anamorphic people who who dress up as animals <laughs> okay kind of like furry i think sure but 
like real animals though. Like maybe like the girls that were the horses, you know. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Was was he dressed up? No, not well. He was he was okay. going on a plane. Oh okay. So gotcha. he wasn't. And I was like, you know, because uh, sometimes I'm like, man, I'm I'm way I'm way too nerdy. I know way too much about Star Trek. I care way too much about it. But then I'm like, why? What does it matter though? It like, if it if it puts me in a headspace where I'm happy. Yeah, then what sure. difference does it make? It's not affecting me negatively. No, no, it's so, like it, so. Same with this guy. Yeah, it's weird, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like that's so stupid, bro. You're so, right. but but who cares? No, what who cares? Does it make no if it if it if it brings you joy, mm-hmm. then you can answer it that way that it makes me happy. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's like me with the Saturn V. Right. You know, I love that we're go both going to the moon launch for different reasons. I think that I'm gonna cry. Oh, for sure. When it goes up, for sure. I think that the uh, the the enormous power yeah. of the engines and the sounds. I think it's gonna evoke. No, it's emotion. gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. It's it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm super stoked. But I'm stoked for like I just have like this weird obsession with with uh, NASA trips to the moon. You know, and whereas you kind of have this this weird obsession with futuristic space travel and what that might mean for humanity it's also a frustration yeah because <laughs> it's like can we just do this they're kind of different reasons though right? <laughs> right like like i love my saturn 5 lego thing you got me you know i, I could play with it all day slick. you know um i don't like I don't, I don't even know what it is though i just i just love it i just like all the people who were part of it I, you know what i mean so no, we just latch on to things yeah i don't know why I I know that I as a kid I would watch Star Trek with my dad on I'm the weekends. Sh- yeah, I'm sure. That but at the time, I was like, "Oh, do we have to watch Star Trek?" <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, so I don't I don't know. I don't know why we get in these. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a weird question. But you and gotta, it's so much harder to answer, I think, than anyone could ever give you give it credit. Well, you know, just listening to you talk about it, though, it's interesting hearing you say like. I really like Star Trek, but you almost don't want to admit that it's something that makes you happy. Oh, it is. But it's not Again, it's not something that it's not something that consistently I don't wake up happy because I like <laughs> Star Trek. Right. Well, part of the problem is we're, you know, it's like using the word love. Yeah. It's there's we're we're very very limited by our stupid language. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough words to describe different feelings. Right. right. There's like there's like eighteen different kinds of love. <laughs> right. Right? But but we we use the same word. You know? And so there, and there's like twenty different meanings for the word happy. Right. Happy can mean a general attitude. It can mean a daily attitude. It can mean in the hour. It can mean in the minute. <laughs> you know? Like right. it, it, so the problem is we're we're bound by our language and it's so that's why it's hard because you have to start thinking, well what do I mean by happy? I think maybe one thing that you could do to make yourself on the spectrum of happy is to not do things that you hate doing. <laughs> yeah. If you if you do hate your job or an aspect of your job, then I know I know it's cliche to say just get another job. Well, it's not even just, right? It's not right. just get another job. It's like well, what can you do about it? Right. And there's know? also either figure out ways to adapt and change that thing so it doesn't right. 
because some people make it is, you hate work. Some for some people it is really hard to get a new job. Not not maybe because of the job market, maybe because of their field, right. whatever it might be. But it doesn't matter the reason. But it's you say just, and they get immediately get turned off because it's really hard for them. So if you hate your job, start moving towards figuring that out. It can be as simple as turning on the setting in LinkedIn that says you're open to new jobs. That you you don't even you can turn it off so your employer doesn't see right right. <laughs> I um, then, then you know I'm a big fan of the just quitting. Yeah, I know that's not for everybody, and I know it's a terrible idea. But I also know that it worked out for me. Yeah. Um, oh, it's definitely scary because because when you go to work all day, and even if you hate your, especially if you hate your job, if when you come home, you don't want. <laughs> You don't want to do anything. Filling out an application is hard, and transitioning to a new job is hard. Even if you hate your current job, it's easier to stay at your current job yeah. than it is to to apply and go through the interview and be anxious and then be let down and or you know whatever. Um, when I quit Smith, when I just walked out, no notice, just left, I, I got a great job at Harmon's. Doing something that I wasn't qualified for at all, yeah. And now I I'm doing I I managed to finagle myself into another job that's that's, but it's all stuff that I've picked up along the way. And I you know it's just I think people are more capable of doing things. Also, it should be noted that. No one really knows what they're doing in any field, <laughs> no. and no. so if you're like, oh, "I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough," I no one guarantee does. you can just fake it till you right. make it. Like it's <laughs> no, yeah. I think that uh, by and large, people are capable of a lot more than they think they are. Yeah, especially when it comes to job descriptions. You got to remember when 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 a company or a recruiter puts out a job description, that's like this would be like the best of the best <laughs> of the best of the best candidate. Right. Right. So even if you don't meet six out of ten of the criteria, that doesn't mean that they wouldn't interview you. Right. That just means we would love it if you had five years of experience, a master's degree, leadership experience, sales experience, design experience, <laughs> you know? Right. It doesn't that's just their ideal. But if you're eager to learn and and right. and I don't know, sometimes people like Carmen's was total that was in fact I interviewed for a different position. I don't even remember why I, I had showed them an animation that I did, and they really liked it. I was like, oh, we think you'd be good at this e-learning job. Do you know about e-learning? Um, sure. I know what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, do you think you could learn this tool? I'm like, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. And I, I did. Right. And, uh, I learned how to use a hammer. I yeah. mean, sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I Well, and, you know, having I've been a part of the hiring process, mm-hmm. interviewing people. I would... I guess it might depend on the job, but in that particular job, I was way more inclined to hire someone who was like, listen, I'll do whatever you guys think will make me successful Mm -hmm. than someone who was like, I know what I'm doing. I know I'll come in here and kick ass. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I like your confidence, but until you've done the job, you don't know what you're doing. Right. So I'd much rather be you be someone who I who is moldable, who's willing to learn and be coached. Than mm-hmm. someone who's like, no, I'm the best. I already know what I'm doing. I don't need you guys. You know, it's true. So I, when I worked at Smith, there was a time when I was part of the hiring process, and there was a couple people that the uppers were like, no, I don't think we want to hire them. I'm like, no, you. I really right. like pushed for them to get hired, 
and it was just something something about their personality and you know a few months later like yeah i'm glad we hired them like, yeah yeah you gotta just there's more than a more than a resume and no just because you have swagger doesn't mean yeah. doesn't mean anything really you know so but i think to, you know to go back to your question what would make you happier what makes you happy i think the important thing about that question is are there things in your life that do actually make you happy Right. If there's nothing that makes you happy, then yeah, you might have something going on that you need to get treated. But if you have things that can make you happy, mm-hmm. you're still able to smile, to laugh, to feel good. You know, you could pick up a a mood card at some point during the day and answer one to ten better than seven. Right? Like, is, is there something? That, can I? Am I still capable of being happy in a given moment? Right. And you know, I think maybe even people don't realize those things and uh maybe uh, maybe someone's like oh man i just love boats i like right. looking at boats i like watching boat racing uh right or they but they don't them. they don't actively right. put themselves in situations to go well if you like if you feel a tingly sensation when you see this <laughs> go see it more that often is the spirit go to more <laughs> air shows go go right. to more you know if, if you sure. like it Maybe it's not your career, but put yourself in a place where you get to have that uh, the tingly. Yeah. No, it can. Yeah, it doesn't have. You don't have to get paid for it to be passionate about it. Right. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think, and you can't discount the things that make you happy. You're kind of going back to your Star Trek, right. where you're like, ah, that's kind of you know, why is that dumb? I don't think it's dumb, but someone might think it's dumb, or people might think it's dumb. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, don't discount the things. This isn't high school anymore. Right. (laughs) No. No, we're actually 20 years past. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I was Ubering last night, and um, these people were like, oh, we're so old now. Uh, We're going to our 20th high school reunion. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, mine's next year, year, so I guess we're all old. (laughs) Yeah, mine was this year, but I went to Garth Brooks instead. (laughs) Probably for the best. High school is dumb. Well, and he's not doing any more stadium shows, so you know, you gotta you, uh, you gotta go. What if he does though? Nah, he probably will. There's no see. There's no chance of you having a second <laughs> twenty-year high school reunion. <laughs> Zero chance. I see of what that. you're saying. But there is a chance that Garth Brooks wakes up one day and he's like, "By God, Going I need back some more money. Yeah. I want to go do stadium tours." But I will have a twenty-fifth-year reunion. Yeah, but thirty. But thirty percent of your classmates could have died between now and then. There could be another Rona. I did. I saw pics of our reunion, and I was like, wow. Our class had like 700 graduating students. Uh-huh. And there was like 100 people there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's been 20 years. Well, yeah. They were all at know. Garth. <laughs> 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 uh, what's this big bang? Oh. Uh, Don't want to talk about it anymore? Well, no. I don't it just, even remember. It'll just make me mad. No, no. It was it was a TikTok that I watched oh. that was about time travel and that uh maybe when people time travel and uh change something, there's when they go back there's a big bang and that's what starts the universe. <laughs> so it's not just it's not just like something changes. Right. Everything restarts. Yeah, it just it there's so much energy that it, it just bam, it's a new big bang. I don't know. She explained it way better. Huh? All right. Gotta, well, it's enough to think about it. There's a. <laughs> I think I freaked my sister out the other day because she. <laughs> she was. She's been watching weird documentaries and stuff, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, did you know we're all in a simulation?" 
She's never heard the theory. Oh, man. And I was like, wait a minute. You want to hear something even more crazy? Are you just in your own simulation? Does China even exist? We're told it exists, but until you're there and you see it, it doesn't. And then when you leave, it may not exist anymore. Or anyone you've never touched. That house across the street, you think there's people inside, but there may not be until you go inside there and see. The house might just be a projection for now. Exactly. It renders as you get close. You can't see that. How do you know that Brigham City is there? You don't. Until you're there and you see it. Yeah. But you can look at cameras. Well, sure. It's just like But then you're looking at it, so that's why it exists. It's a video game. Exactly. It it renders as you go. Exactly. And shit like uh, deja vu is when there's a little little lag. Yeah. Little lag. Little glitch. Anyway, it's very I simple. think I kind of broke her brain for a minute. No, it will. I mean, we've been thinking about it for three years now. <laughs> you know, it's one of the first things we talked about. If a tree falls, does it make a sound if no one's there to hear it? No, it just wouldn't fall. Who knows? It's not even there. It's not even, it doesn't even exist. It wasn't rendered. It has to be. When you walked up a pond where that tree has fallen, well, it was, wait a minute, it was created fallen. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be my thing. It's like, imagine someone you, with Play-Doh. If you see a tree, if you go somewhere and see a tree... That's already and, fallen. And you leave, but come back, and then when you come back, the tree has fallen. What? It may have fallen in the meantime. Did it depends f- on if the render restarts. Did the tree, did it re-render? Is it fallen? It, it may have re-rendered. Hmm. Imagine someone with Play-Doh actively making the landscape. And they're just like, tree over. Yeah, and they just, yeah. They can make it, make, they can make it look like it disturbed a bunch of shit. Okay. So, All no. Right. I don't, and I don't think a bear shit's in the woods either. I mean, no. not unless you see it. No. Well, what if you see the poop, but not the bear? Someone put the poo there. Hmm. It's rendered with poo. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like that rendering with or without poo? <laughs> ah, let's make it real. Do it with poo. <laughs> with berries. <laughs> with berry chunks in it, please. <laughs> please. Uh, I was having a discussion about uh, open carry laws in Utah mm-hmm. with my father-in-law yesterday. Yeah. Um, because in Utah, you can open carry now as long as you're two physical actions away from firing. So, like, pull the slide. Turn. No, you can. You've always been able to do that. You can um, conceal. conceal. I'm sorry. Carry. You can conceal. Right. As long as it's two actions Is away, unless still? you have a permit. Okay. If you have a permit, you can have one in the chamber. Right. Okay. No permit, no two chamber. actions. Right. But this got me thinking because I've watched, you know, like the uh, First Amendment auditors on YouTube. Right. There's also Second Amendment guys. Mm-hmm. There's one guy I watched, in, he's in Ohio, I'm pretty sure. Mm hmm. And they have a law over there that states you can have a rifle with you as long as you're hunting or fishing. So he's like a city bridge with an AR-15 slung around him on his chest and fishes and waits for the cops to get called on him. Fishes? Like he just has a fishing pole and he's fishing off a bridge. Into traffic? No, no, no. Like, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Into like a river. <laughs> Like, what, are you fishing for a Pontiac or something? <laughs> no, like fishing. Oh, there's the- a Camaro. Oh, boy. <laughs> like a- oh, it's a real fighter today. <laughs> got me a Marlin. No, like a, you know, like a, a, yeah, a, a river. It. I got it. Um, I don't know why my head went to that. He's just on overpass. Yeah. Cars underneath. <laughs> I ran into a fucking fish hook today. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Is that a fish hook on my windshield wiper? <laughs> Yeah, I've been dragging a fishing pole (laughs) for 10 miles. Uh, But it got me thinking about, um, not necessarily about the laws, but just how certain certain aspects of our society don't keep up with each other. 
namely our open carry, concealed carry laws versus cops. Mm-hmm. Because you watch these Second Amendment auditors, and they're they're basically proving my point that I'm about to make, right? Right. They're saying that cops aren't equipped, and neither is the law, to deal with this. Because anybody driving down the street or walking by can call 911 and say, there's a dude with a fucking rifle in the middle of Main Street with a fishing pole, <laughs> right, in Ohio. Or even here, because you can open carry a rifle here. And the cops have to go. And then they have to use their discretion about what to do. And all they have to go on is the dispatcher saying, someone called in, guy with a gun. Right. And then they go and confiscate the gun for the time being, which is a Fourth Amendment issue. Mm-hmm. And now a Second Amendment issue. They might even arrest the guy. <laughs> right? And so it's just an interesting, like, what are, what are cops supposed to do in this situation? where states are making it easier and easier to carry guns in the open, but citizens continue to call when they see someone with a gun in the open. Like, is the dispatcher supposed to be like, well, is he doing anything wrong? <laughs> like, well, are they going to start to legislate? Right. Like, I mean, are they going to have to start to legislate over the phone because cops are busy? Or do they just take the call and hope that a cop can eventually, you know, if someone, ca- it depends on the neighborhood. If someone called 911, you know, in Chicago, I saw a guy with a gun. Okay, was he firing it or pointing at anyone? No, but it scared me. Okay, we'll be there in like three hours. <laughs> you know, in, in well, it's again, it comes, it kind of comes back to, um, what was it when we had Rona problems? You know, Governor Cox was against mass mandates and such because they'll just say, well, we'll just. We'll hope that people do the right thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the problem is is that people often don't do the right thing. And the right thing is to not open carry right. in public with an AR-15. Right. But there will because be... it scares people. But there will and be... it's unusual. Right. There's no reason to do it. Yeah. And even, you know, it's a yes you can but you shouldn't situation. So it's just a, it's a broken, it's broken. And so you see it on both. Like there were people who would purposely not wear masks right. just to, uh, what's the word? Just to rile, right. rile shit up, right? Even mm-hmm. with police. And, so, and then on the other side, there's people open carrying just to poke holes in the logic of open carry. Right. And I'm just, some of the cops are definitely idiots. You mm-hmm. watch them and they're like really aggressive, totally escalate the situation, right. you know, tackle the guy, whatever it might be. You know, and then other times they walk up and be like, can you just please not put your hand on the gun while you're talking to me? You know? Sure. I won't. Would you be okay if I held it? No, I wouldn't. It's my gun. And I, I'm legally allowed to carry it. And then sometimes it escalates. And so it's like some sometimes, but then you're like, well, what are the cops supposed to do? You know? <laughs> like, this is why I couldn't be yeah. a cop. Because if I got that call, I'd show up and be like, get on the fucking ground! <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I... It's... it's <laughs> It's broken, and it's, uh, I don't know, like I don't how know do, what you do. How does this not come up in legislatures when they're like, we should make it open carry? Okay, what do we tell our police, though? When no, it doesn't come up because they don't care. They just want... You'd think police officers would make a stink to, like, their leadership. They do. Like, what are we supposed to do here? They do. They were not, if I remember correctly, they were not in favor of the concealed law. Yeah. If I remember, maybe I'm putting... 
uh, this all it, it all started because I we were going to a barbecue yesterday, and uh, I dropped Ashley off at Smith's and went and parked, mm-hmm. and she walked in behind a guy who was open carrying a pistol. Mm-hmm. He had like his sweatshirt tucked behind it, so it was very intentionally open carry. Right. You know? She got back in the car. I was like, hey, next time you see someone carrying, just slow down a tad. You don't need to be. You don't know who's fucking crazy. You don't know who's crazy. So if you see a gun, I'd rather just, let's just not be in the proximity of it. There's really no reason to open carry. The only reason is to draw attention to yourself, right. to look cool. Unless or you, to... for some reason, really want one in the chamber, right? Well, you can't. Even if you open carry, you Oh, that's you right. That's right. In away. Utah, you have to have a permit to have one in the chamber, and it has to and be And we concealed. have the loosest laws, as far as I know. That's why people would come I here think to Texas get... Is looser now maybe but people would come here to get our concealed but yeah he's walking in i'm like you just don't know right right like (laughs) most most shooters if they're using a pistol they just look like a normal dude until they start shooting right so you just don't know i'm like just if you see that just back off you know just kind of i had picked up a, a uber with with open carry. Oh, man. And, uh, and as soon as he got on, he's like, I'm so high right now. And I just took him to the smoke shop oh, so he could shit. buy more stuff for his vape and then took him back. Man, I would have canceled that ride. Uh, it was, yeah, he was it was not worth it. Ugh. Nice. Nice. Yeah. There's another example. What are the cops supposed to do there? <laughs> There's a baked guy in the back of my car with a gun. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna. Start I don't know what you do. That's I. <laughs> that's a real catch twenty two there. There's, n- I don't know. No, especially we'd uh, we'd have to ask my friend uh, Riley. Yeah, I actually have another friend now that's on the Layton PD. I need All to right. go on a. You want to go on a ride along? Not really. No. <sighs> it's so fun though. Uh, yeah, it's all fun till someone starts shooting at you. That didn't happen on mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't there with Riley the night he got shot. <laughs> that's true. I did tell you that Riley, the first time I went with him, he's like, this is my AR-15. This button releases it. So if you need to use it, I'm like, oh. I'm not going to use it, man. Like, okay. (laughs) If someone's shooting at us, I'm running. (laughs) Do you have a vest? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I did. The the one call I – he did draw his gun on one of the calls we were on, though. But it was a – stolen car and it was him and like 10 other cops so. yeah i don't there are many circumstances in which i do not uh favor the police mm-hmm. you know I, I i just don't anymore it's just not my thing but this is an instance where i'm like i don't know what they're supposed to do though right i don't know how this hasn't been brought up how has no one brought this up how's there not been a news story you know about because there are all these uh, there are people who are certainly suing police departments mm-hmm. saying they you know they unlawfully detained me all i was doing was carrying a weapon it's my lawful right you know <laughs> well their legal argument is what the hell do you want us to do <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so shit speaking of police i posted on instagram i don't know if you saw uh brianna taylor is getting some justice i actually had lost hope in this case uh but four police officers have been charged uh with her death oh. in different charges two of them Weren't even there, my understanding. I have to reread the case. Two police officers were charged with fabricating um, a warrant, like a uh, conspiracy, uh-huh. because they lied on the affidavit that oh, yeah, created the that. warrant. Mm-hmm. Um, 
about a whole a whole list of things. Right. And then they tried to actively cover it up. Right. So they're getting conspiracy. Then they and have them. Shit. They went to a. They met. Yeah, they met in a parking garage. How and how did they? Did they get that on film or something? I'm assuming they got it on film because, or one of them admitted. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Merrick Garland had a press conference, and then I believe two of the cops who were there are being charged. One of them who shot through a window after the initial shooting, mm-hmm. through a window and a sliding glass door that were both covered with shades, just randomly fired. So he's getting charged. Anyway, I just I was stoked. I really thought that this was going to go nowhere, but these are federal charges. So, uh, yay. That's for good. justice. That's good. Um, <laughs> I, I put a lot of stuff in the rundown. I know. There's three more things. They're all pretty interesting. So yeah, Deshaun Watson. Here's here's a non-justice. Okay, this well, guy. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this guy has been accused by 30 women. Yeah. Um, of sexual assault. He's a quarterback, so it was during massages that mm-hmm. he would. Uh, I don't know what he would do, but the judge or the uh, Let's see. This isn't over. No, it's not. I don't know if you've read or know, I know they further were, that, right. that NFL is appealing and the NFL's going for, to go for more. Right. The and they kind of are the people that make the final decision it's true. regardless. So. The disciplinary officer in charge said it was the most egregious than any other, like most egregious case than any other reviewed by the NFL. Anyway, he settled like 23 lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Never admitted anything, just settled them. Right. Um, and the, <laughs> they suspended him, not the league, some adjudicator yeah uh for six games <laughs> right there's a lot i don't know there's a lot a ton more to this story i don't know how much you know about no i mean i i just knew about the, all these his things. contract and i've i've read about it first when the cleveland browns traded for him and it was no. like what are the browns thinking this guy well, is they, a, so they signed him and they're paying him the most ever right uh and that pissed off all the other owners. The owners are legitimately pissed. Okay. <laughs> which is why they think that that he's going to get a full well year suspension because so, all the owners want the Browns owners dead. <laughs> but the they did a little it's a, a little sneaky thing in the contract because it's all guaranteed money. Right. But it doesn't the, happen in the NFL very often. It has been lately, but has you're it? right. In the past it's not. Um, but for the first year, this year, they put it at a million, <laughs> so he wouldn't be losing any money. Okay. Because he's going to, you don't get paid when you're suspended. Right. So the most he's going to lose this year is, is a, million. a million. Wow, that's fucked up, It's pretty sneaky. Oh, it's... Because the Browns... So the Browns knew. Well, they all, yeah. I, but I, Houston, I... Houston is the one that they're really looking at because they're the ones that kind of let all this happen. Sure. I mean, obviously, this is a case of the a players' union versus the league, right? Uh, I mean, I think the league should just kick him out and never let him play Some again. Some people, there's a lot of people that think that that should be the case, just because of the problem is, is there doesn't seem to actually be a ton of evidence. It's just which often it's just is the hearsay, case, right? Or uh, I don't not know, hearsay, hearsay testimony. You know, it's, it's him versus them. one word versus another. Except it's like thirty women. No, I and that's. But this is often the case with sexual assault. Right. Right. Uh, there's usually not a lot of evidence. Right. So I just, I, I thought it was laughable when I saw this. Yeah. It's like six games. Hopefully. That's not even half a season. No, <laughs> it's not. I think that the least he'll get is 12 games. Um, people are hoping for a year, though, the whole year. Yeah. 
and who whatever else depending whatever else happens with the cases that he hasn't managed to settle it's really just my i just wanted my two cents like this guy just shouldn't be allowed to play i yeah probably not and hopefully he gets in there and just bombs he is with the browns so it's not like yeah, it's true <laughs> uh i already talked about that one let's talk about alex jones for a second yeah. most people probably know about this about his uh lawsuit with the parents of sandy hook but that's not what that's not what article i shared here to our rundown this one was because of his lawyers who accidentally leaked his phone his phone like they accidentally sent his whole phone to the prosecution. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you not see these clips? No. They, the his attorneys. I don't know if it was an accident or not, but they sent the contents, Why the entire it? digital content of his phone to the prosecution, and the prosecution waited to see if the defense would fight it, saying none of you can't use it. It's privileged. Blah blah blah. And they didn't fight it. <coughs> so the prosecution was able to use all of his text messages why against didn't him. They send, why? <laughs> There's a whole bunch of conspiracies now that the defense is really against Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't see, he got hit with, uh, I think it was $4 million on an initial um, decision by the jury. For just one, this is just one of the cases. Just the one family, was. yep. And then $45 million in punitive. Right. So fifty million in one case. But there's um, still more cases. There's more cases too. to come. So that's actually so there's a lot of shit that this this trial was hilarious and there's a lot of TikTok videos you can watch that it's pretty funny because the prosecution just laid into it. So what so is this just slander? Is that what it, uh it's like a, is that what he's being tried as? Like I guess my my big it's question a def, it's is it's a defamation trial. Is why can you not sue someone like Donald Trump for pushing election fraud and get $45 million out of him? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know the law well enough for defamation. And why Why can so I, I, I'm not by any means taking Alex Jones, Alex Jones' side because he's, he's an awful person. Yeah. But if we wanted to come on here and make up stuff, I don't... I don't at what point do we lose... I mean, isn't right. there First Amendment? Like, Well, that's uh, what he's claiming... Uh, but the uh, that's the that's the interesting thing about defamation. The First Amendment only applies to the government, oh, okay. right? And that's the same as any amendment. It only applies to someone acting on behalf of a government, depriving you of any right. Right. right? Okay. Um, but this case, I think, was more about he he told his listeners to go to their house and to torment oh, them. Oh, right. Okay. Along with more sense. along with plastering this this fake Sandy Hook, but so the thing that's interesting though, we've we've made fun of Infowars a lot. Oh yeah, it's terrible. I didn't know. I I knew a lot of people watched. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. according to this leaked stuff from his phone, okay, uh -huh. emails and shit. At one point in 2018, Infowars was making eight hundred thousand dollars a day. How? Like, I don't understand uh, just on commercials for these weird... I think all of it. Protein powder? I mean, he sells that shit, right? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but th they said it was during CPAC in 2018. But you see? I'm like, this not... So I was like, how many, how many employees does InfoWars have? And I, I just Googled it, and I think it said like a thousand, which seemed really high to me. You know, but um, I was like, if if they're making eight hundred grand a day, I know that's a good day, but 
they should be sued for a lot more. Yeah, that the, is that is my my biggest uh, upset uh, or annoyance with this is that um, I don't think it'll bankrupt him. No, if, even inf- after everything, no. I think he'll be fine. So Infowars declared bankruptcy during the trial. Oh, okay, um, but I'm pretty sure this complaint uh-huh. uh, implicates Alex to individually. Okay. So it doesn't matter if Infowars is bankrupt, right? You know, he, he, you're, you owe the money, uh, but they they sued this. These parents sued for 150, so they got essentially 50 million um, instead of 150, which was the damages they sought. But I just couldn't believe that. I was like, the, I don't know. To me, it's like the same as the Onion, <laughs> you know. And I would be amazed if the Onion was making. a day. They don't make anywhere near there because they had to shut down their... They were struggling for a while. Right. But it's the... I guess... I just can't... Like, people are spending a shit ton on these uh, supplements that Alex sells, I guess. But, I don't know. And bumper stickers? I (laughs) I don't know. It's got to all be advertising, right? I guess. I guess. I've never watched his show long enough to see, other than his supplement advertising, what else he does. Right. You know, maybe on his website... Because he got pulled from YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Like, he doesn't... Right. He's, he's banned from all those. Did you see Marjorie Taylor Greene's crazy... Her Christian nationalist thing? In the in the, in the the cage? In the cell? No, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> I don't know. What, she went... In, what, was she visiting the okay. January 6th prisoners? Yeah. Okay. But but it was, co- it was like cosplay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Hold on, I gotta. Let me what are they? You. No, it's. <laughs> What's that? No, it's exactly as freaking weird and. Maybe this guy explains it better. I just sent you the YouTube link oh, there. Okay, let me see if I can get it. Hey everybody, it's us. This guy. It's five minutes long. I don't want to watch the whole thing. Lead us not to tempt. Let us see the Lord's prayer. I'll start it over. Okay. Did it? Did did you turn it up? I'm up. It's you. Uh, Okay, stand by, everybody. It's you. Stand by. (laughs) It started to play, didn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, Sound. Output. Ah, there we go. All right, my computer kind of loud here. With this tremendous week that we we have had, with the Inflation Reduction Act well on its way towards passage, and with the tremendous this is Midas Touch we received earlier today, that is name. How do you think Republicans are handling today? Check this video out. Those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. So, okay, we got to say what's going on. (laughs) There's a there's a a jail cell. Like uh, a built-up gel cell in the middle of this conference room. It's CPAC. They're it at CPAC. CPAC, yeah. And there's a prisoner in here, and it's supposed to be um, Josh something. One of the guys that actually um, so there's, there's contributed people, or okay. that, that uh, was helping the investigation. People on the outside of the cell literally holding their hands, both hands up, re- reciting the Lord's Prayer. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is inside this with a fake prisoner who's wearing a MAGA hat. Okay, let's see what she... Yep, she's kneeling in front of him, holding his... his... (laughs) St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. 
be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince, a heavenly host, by the power of God. And there's people all around this guy, like, holding, it's like a... Release this bondage that's going on in our country. And upon Brandon, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brandon. Amen. Okay, so is that a fake Brandon? I think so. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I, does he? Ex- does does Midas touch explain uh, what's going on here anymore? Um, depicting an actually an actual federally charged January six rider in a cage wearing an orange jumpsuit and all, uh, kneeling in Marjorie Taylor Greene kneeling in prayer in front of the prisoner reciting the Lord's prayer. Uh, I mean, would you want to listen to him for a sec? No, it's fine. Okay. It, just Google it, man. It's. Oh, that she leaves the cell. So he. So basically, this is just an actor they hired, right? Or maybe it's someone a protester. But he's he's pretending to be in jail at CPAC, right? To bring attention to the actual rioter, uh, yeah, I guess. insurrectionist who was jailed. Oh man, it's uh, of it's, all the times they've called it's on so culty. <laughs> of all the times they've called on Michael the Archangel, and he's never appeared. I know. You'd think that at some point they'd move. I just to... I don't understand the. This is weird. I mean, I don't it... understand how you can relate Christianity to insurrection to this. You you know I don't. Oh, here's here's because, actual news. Because on it. you here's... told me you were watching the Circle of Evil, I started watching it. Again. Oh yeah, this is worse than. <laughs> it's... This is this is worse. Maybe not worse like it's going to end up worse. Like, I don't think we're headed toward another Holocaust. But it's worse in the stupidity of the of the people. Yeah. Like, I think these guys are... I think these people are dumber than <laughs> Germans were. You yeah, know? no, like, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's a real news. Oh, you news. The Washington Examiner. Okay, let's see. Uh, mm. That talks about it. Andy Biggs heckled by CPAC. Uh, okay, January 6th riot defendants were painted as victims. Um, he attended this. This is about someone named Straka. Uh, Brandon Straka. Right. Uh, he told the conference that he attended the riot and was on the steps and was later arrested and held on felony charges. He attended the conference with what he called performance. Oh, it's actually him. Oh. He's out on bail. Okay. Sitting in a cell while crying, accompanied by audio recordings of the riot defendants describing their arrests. <laughs> okay, I see. I see what he's doing. So he's an—he's actually on. Tr- he just must be out on bail. The just crowd watches him as they listen on headsets. This is from the Daily Mail in the UK. So this is what UK people think about us. Um. A crowd watches him as they listen on headsets to the testimony of other people who were also arrested for their part in the attack. Then, just when it seemed things couldn't get stranger, right-wing firebrand Marjorie Taylor Greene arrived to take things to the next level. She was let into the eight-foot-high cage where she kneeled and prayed with the inmate. A drained struck of 45 spoke with DailyMail.com at the end of his performance. He explained that he wanted to highlight the stress and suffering of people prosecuted for minor crimes. Minor crimes. It's a felony, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at this. What a dumbass. Uh, someone's calling him out, though. Apparently, Brandon Straka 
cooperated with the FBI. Yeah, that's what I had thought I heard as well. So. He provided information about right-wing Stop the Steal activists. You look at these people crying. Unbelievable. I, just, I don't know. This I mean, like I said, so this isn't, you know, this isn't like... The MAGA mall. Look at this. Look at all this Trump shit. You watch it like the Circle of Eva. There's, this isn't like a, a square of like 100,000 people, you know, doing Zeke Heil. This, th- these are dumber. These oh, are for sure. Like this isn't even the the insurrection was definitely groupthink, right? An element of groupthink took over. This is not a pass for any of them, by the way. They still should be charged, but it was definitely an element of groupthink that happened that day, right? This shit, where you're, this is not. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Just stupid. Like you bought a ticket to CPAC. So you can I don't know how you can watch this you can go visit and not feel icky about being a Republican. Yeah. And not just feel like, what in the hell is going on it's here? It's so weird, man. What is going on? What is this? It's really weird. It's they're so, just it's so strange. Like they're just like, yeah, you buy a ticket to CPAC thinking I'm gonna see conservative. They're speeches. treating this man like he's Jesus. Like yeah. He's more he than may Jesus. as well have a cross. I'm I mean, I just I can't. I don't understand. Wow. I don't understand how. I I, I like. I just like someone to watch that and explain to me what the fuck this is, is going on. This is your party, on. right? <laughs> we don't know any Republicans. Well, I guess maybe we do, but people people know us, so they don't really tell us now because of the show. <laughs> they, I just they, like they know how, how do you how do you see that and not go? Oh no. I might be part of something that's right. a little out of control so, right so now. So the question, you know, we we live in Utah, so uh-huh. maybe we have some Utah Republicans who listen. Okay, I Marjorie Taylor Greene is friends with the likes of Mike Lee, Ugh. Burgess Owens, Ugh. Uh, Chris Stewart. God, I hate Mike Lee so much. Uh, Blake Moore. These are all our representatives from Utah. Uh huh. They're friends. Yeah. So are you going to vote for Mike Lee and Burgess Owens and Chris Stewart and Blake Moore? You know what I mean? They may not be doing this shit, but they're friends, and uh, they defend. Mike Lee put on like some Book of Mormon cosplay. That's true. <laughs> he compared Trump to Moroni. Yeah. Right. So I think it was Moroni. Maybe it was Helaman. Yeah. I can't. It doesn't fucking matter. But the, so if you're listening and you are a Utah Republican or a Republican somewhere else, and your representative stands up for these guys, why are you why are you voting for them? Like you're you're that's really just an ideologue at that point. Like you're not. I just don't understand. I don't understand how <laughs> How do you think January 6th wasn't a big deal? How do you just like throwing it off you're like, "Oh yeah, it shit happens." You know, <laughs> sometimes the government is almost overthrown. Right. No big deal. You it's, know, it's just like the uh the the putsch. It is. That's what I'm telling you. I yeah. was watching Circle of Evil. The first couple episodes are so and it's this eerie. is this is done well before this right. is 2015 and 16 is when it was made. What city was that in Munich? Yeah. So if you don't know, in 1921, mm, sure, the Nazis, led by Hitler and Goring, mm-hmm. tried to they they committed a coup right in Munich and almost did it. They had a bunch of leaders held hostage. It, it was because one of them left. Goring right. left, and a bunch of then the army showed up and, and shot a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, but if you don't know that, Hitler was part of an attempted coup in 1921, like 15 years before World War II. I think if you open your mind just a tad bit and 
watch the first couple episodes of The Circle of Evil on Netflix, yeah. And you can see how incredibly this this series is not it's not right wing proper it's not it's no, no, no. It's, no. it's just history. It's like the history It's channel. a historical <laughs> show. It's not even history channel. And it was made well before Trump was was president. Yeah. Well before Jan- years before January 6th. And you see the, the similarities between like Bannon between and Goebbels. Goebbels, yeah, and and Bannon and Tucker Carlson. Uh, Michael Flynn would be like the Goring, yeah, like the the well, war like guy. These yeah. characters, it's like they're reincarnations of these it's same amazing. people. And it's it's and so there's someone. Just bear who's... in mind, this was done well before <laughs> anyone even knew who Michael Flynn was. And, and by the way. <laughs> All these guys, like let's say the leader of the Oath Keepers of the Proud Boys goes to prison. Uh-huh. Okay, Hitler too went to prison, it's and just true. a couple years into his uh, term, I'm not. He didn't even serve years, did he? Uh, maybe a couple. I can't remember. But shortly into his prison term, he resigned from the Nazi Party, mm-hmm. just to make sure that he could get out of prison earlier on good behavior. Right. <laughs> and but he was still very there much were, the leader. There were different factions of the Nazi Party. Yes. Just uh, like the Oath the Keepers SS, and the Proud Boys. The, a, the yeah, SA, like, yep, the Gestapo. Yeah. It w- is incredible, the similarities. My point being and, is that and, one of these guys could go to prison for like 10 years. Right. And, and come, come back. back and be the Hitler. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's, I don't know how, I, I Nazis, I, I, hate to, I hate to have to break this to people. Nazis are right wing. <laughs> I know Very that's much. like I know that the right wing likes to be like those those Democrats are Nazis. Explain to me how no, no. how Hitler Hitler literally killed and had his people murder on what was that the night of the what was the long knives right. what was it called the the night of the long knives yeah, that's what they so. call it yeah. when he he had a bunch of his political opponents killed <laughs> like murdered and they were communists and socialists and left wing right. <laughs> they weren't they weren't I just I don't understand yeah. like that is Hitler was right wing very right. right wing yeah and um sorry yeah. sorry to have to like and you know what blows my my mind even more is when people are like it was Antifa <laughs> Antifa well, is evil do you know what Antifa right. stands for right it's anti-fascism right do you know what fascism is <laughs> Oh, I, it's it's liberals. No, it's Nazis. You dipshit! It's Nazis. <laughs> yeah. It's Hitler. <laughs> right, right. No, it's ah, oh, it's so frustrating. I don't get it. Yeah. These guys are crazy. Uh, this story will piss you off. Do you want to talk about sex abuse before we go to break? Yeah, uh, I posted to Facebook at that about this. I don't have a lot of people who really uh, they don't like me on Facebook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a lot of friends because of the show that I went and friended a bunch of people. Right. Right. Um, but I think they all unfollowed me years ago. <laughs> but I posted about this because um, this was in the Associated Press. Pretty big spread. You may have seen this. Oh, on, they've been coming out. Like, I keep yeah. getting notifications about it. This has on, been on TikTok quite a bit. Other A lot of people picked it up because it was on the AP. It was kind of a big deal. Um, let me just give you a rundown. This is about sex abuse in the Mormon church. Um, let me just so this is what I posted so this is a recap of this really long story years of horrific sex abuse including an infant on three uh, girls perpetrated by their father he admitted his abuse to two of his bishops or his his local uh, church leader in the Mormon church 
over the course of several years, uh, church attorneys at a law firm called Curtin McConkie manage what's called the Bishop Helpline. This helpline is staffed by social workers, so they say, but they they work for Curtin McConkie, this law firm who is uh, really just there to make sure the church isn't held liable. They told these bishops to not call authorities or they could be sued, okay? Um, on two separate occasions. By the way, it should be noted that these social workers, every single day, delete all of these calls, mm. okay? Um, and now... It's also been found in sealed documents that Curtin McConkie does not report to any uh, subcommittee of the church. It's not like part of LDS social services or anything like that. They report directly to the First Presidency and have since 1995 when this hotline was set up. Right. So here we have a law firm that is protecting bishops, telling them not to call the police or authorities, and they report directly to the First Presidency. Okay? Um, so I don't really know how much more I need to say <laughs> about that, uh, but I have some, some highlights here. Um, these bishops were told, you abs- this is a quote, you absolutely can do nothing. When, the, when this father came and said, I am actively abusing my daughters. Mm-hmm. I record it. I post it to the internet. That's how he got arrested, by the way. It wasn't because of the church. Right. He eventually got caught because he sold it to some dude in New Zealand. New Zealand sent it back to the U.S. and Homeland Security arrested this guy. Right. Right. Um, their attorney, the bishop, the bishops and the church are being sued now, and their attorney says they didn't do anything wrong, they didn't violate the law. This is just a money grab, which is just amazing to me. Um, well, the church couldn't afford <laughs> to pay anybody right. off. That's. But I wanted to talk about Arizona. This happened in Arizona. That money's earmarked for Jesus, right? I'm gonna talk about Arizona and their law because every state has different reporting laws. It's true. Um. So here it is. Arizona's child sex abuse reporting law and similar laws in more than 20 states uh, that requires clergy to report child sex abuse and neglect says that clergy, physicians, nurses, or anyone caring for a child who, quote, reasonably believes a child has been abused or neglected has a legal obligation to report the information to police or State Department of Child Safety. So that's pretty clear. Mm -hmm. But it also says that clergy who receive information about child neglect or sex abuse during spiritual confessions may withhold that information from authorities if the clergy determine it is reasonable and necessary under church doctrine. So this is where I have a problem with the bishops. Right. I understand what Curtin McConkie's job is, and we'll talk about them in a second. But I don't understand, I don't understand these bishops. These are grown men right. uh, in positions of authority. They can look up what Arizona's law is. They should know. And it says that the clergy, meaning them personally, mm-hmm. can determine if it's reasonable and necessary to not tell the police under church doctrine. Now, I was a practicing Mormon for a very long time, and I know of no church doctrine that would prevent you from telling the authorities about DN- sex abuse. DNC 627. <laughs> right. Um, so I want to talk about first, I would like to start a movement here. Curtin McConkie has 91 Google reviews. Oh. 2.8 stars. I would oh. like to get that down to, to one star if we could. Okay. K I R T O N. That's Curtin. Curtin McConkie. M C C O N. It's not Kurt and McConkie. <laughs> no, it's Curtin K I R T O N McConkie. And they're in Salt Lake. Please go leave them a Google review. And then the attorney representing the church in Arizona works at a firm called Osborne Maladen. Mm. I don't even know if I said that right. But Osborne O S B O R N and then M A L E D O N. 
Maildon, Maledon, I don't know. Mm. They only have six Google reviews. Oh. So I think we could start a movement here. Surprised there's no like past profit names in there. <laughs> right. So these guys are in Arizona. This is the attorney who said that these kids, mm-hmm. that what they're doing is just a money grab. These children who were abused by their father. Right. When they were, one, one of them was an infant and he recorded it. Right. And uploaded it to the internet. These kids are just, it's just a money grab. By the way, their mom went to prison. Oh, I didn't say this. I didn't say this. After this guy got arrested mm-hmm. by Homeland Security, he killed himself in jail. Mm-hmm. And the mom went to prison for two years. Right. So kids are living with family or in foster care. They're suing. This attorney says it's a money grab. So go leave them a review. Osborne, Maildon, <laughs> M-A-L-E-D-O-N. Only six reviews. So I think my biggest concern is that the bishop... It's, the law says if they they can choose whether they want to or not. Right. Or so, whether they should or not. That's a problem in and of itself, I think, with the law. But sure. more moreover, what human being is like, I'm not going to tell the cops. Right. That's I, my I problem. Like, I'm not going to do it. I, I'm not going to tell them. Everyone, the, the church told me I shouldn't. Right. Everyone named in this lawsuit. The church really doesn't have a lot of ground to stand on here. <laughs> No. Their 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 statements have just been like complete and utter BS. And this is not like Newsmax. This is the AP. Right. I check th- I check the a- the AP is probably the news network I check the most. Mm-hmm. You know I check KSL our local news, uh, just for local stories. But AP, you know what's uh, KSL completely <laughs> you know what's completely absent on KSL <laughs> this story this story. Right. So AP, I saw this uh, on, I think it was Thursday or Friday morning. How do you justify that? It's yeah. on every other news station here, but KSL's just like, oh, we hadn't heard. Right. By the way, K- <laughs> KSL's owned by the church, you should know. So, uh, yeah, this is big news. Uh, this is quite the spread. I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure the AP weighed a lot of legal Well, interest. it's not like the AP has anything to gain by. No, but but these guys have a lot of money. Yeah. Right. And you can bog, you can bog someone down if you really want to. So, this is some shit, though. I, I put very clearly and explicitly, explicitly in my Facebook post that you, you, you can't use imperfect men here, right? Because this is, this helpline was set up by the first presidency, ostensibly, by Jesus himself. And if you think that this is what Jesus meant. When he instructed the first presidency to create this helpline, we need to make sure that kids don't get justice because the church might look bad. I want you to consider where your money is going. I don't. It might not be your tithing that directly pays for this, but the church got money in only one way. The church has only ever gotten money in one way, and that's donations. Well, in the now they get it from their land. And well, but how did they get that land? Right, yeah. <laughs> Everything the church has initially was donated from members. Yeah. Right? And you're continuing to prop them up with continued donations. Right. Just saying. These guys are defending. Well, when Jesus comes back, he needs to have a bigger net worth than Elon Musk. <laughs> it's <laughs> necessary. Right now, it's at least... They're worth more than Elon Musk, let's be honest. Yeah. Way more, probably. Definitely way more liquid. Liquid right. Elon's only got like three billion. The church has a hundred. Right. So, yeah, uh, not a lot of uh, high ground for them to be on. No. All their their statements have just been kind of bad taste. Yeah. 
Well, and uh, you, you know, know, the best thing for them to do would be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we screwed up. Uh, we're going to make some changes to our doctrine. Right. Um, well, everybody, in the, I know a lot of members. What are they so worried about? What is it happening so much that they, they, yes. So it was, it, it is. First of all, let me say it is, mm. especially in Utah. In right. fact, I ran, I ran across a stat yesterday that nationwide, the statistic that the running statistic right now is one out of five women will be sexually assaulted at some point in their life. Jeez. In Utah, it's one out of three, one out of three. Now, they don't really know. There's only one. There's there's maybe several denominators, but the really big common denominator <laughs> is the church. Right. Right. Uh, so a lot of members were pissed at the Catholic Church cover-up. This is no different. Yeah. It's the same. <laughs> this is the same. Because I, because I know that bishops are also perpetrators. Mm-hmm. So it's the same as a priest. Right? It's, oh, yeah. It's the same. Uh for all the members out there who were too scared or, or pissed off to watch from under the banner of heaven, fine. Read this story on the Associated Press. They, they uncovered 12,000 sealed documents. Well, that's just one person's opinion is what they'll <laughs> right. say. That's what I heard a lot with the banner. Well, that's just one so side this, of history. The, like, AP well, here, the AP here since simply chose victims to focus on. They found enough documents to see that this was... A systemic problem because it is systemic. All, every single bishop in the church, at least in the United States, is directed to Curtin McConkie. If someone tells them something like this, if I went to a bishop and said, I'm abusing my daughter, their first call would not be to my wife, would not be to authorities, wouldn't be to anybody else but Curtin McConkie. And Curtin McConkie would say, What do you know? Because if you know too much, we're fucked. You know, yeah. you just send him home, don't tell anyone, and we'll, you know, just wait to hear from us. And whoever took that call, I need you to delete that call right now. I don't know, how, how's that not obstruction of justice? <laughs> I don't get it. It might be, quote, hearsay, right? But I think a lot of us misunderstand the legal binding of hearsay. Like, this mm-hmm. stuff is still admissible. Right. Oh, this one, this one made my blood boil. Uh, it's it's sketch, man. It's hard to defend, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. We need to take a break. Yeah. That was long. Yeah, it was normal. Was it? Yep. All right. When we come <laughs> back, we got a couple of random headlines. You know what we should mention? The show. This it's next weekend. week. This weekend. Friday. Friday. At a time. At a time. I'm just going to echo I everything. Think I think the time is seven. Seven-ish. <laughs> seven-ish. August 12th. Orem, the boardwalk. Right. 7 p.m. ish. I believe we're playing in that. Four four bands? Yes. Four bands? I think so, yeah. We're playing in the middle. I believe, yes. Rejected takeoff. If you haven't listened to us, all streaming platforms. Check it out. We're going to try to not suck this time. Oh, Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. We're bringing the lights and the fog. Oh, man. And uh, hopefully our basis is upright, but we'll see. You can hear this song that's playing behind us. You can hear it's this true. song. It's better live. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better live. Yeah. All right. All that and more when we come back. Oh, my God. What have I done? You've horribly injured the whole fire department. What are you, a travel agent? Because you're sending me on a guilt trip. Sorry. 
While our brave firemen recuperate, Springfield is a town without a fire department, which is bad news for people like this man. Sir, how does it feel knowing that no one is coming to save you? Well, not as bad as knowing that somewhere gays are marrying each other. That's the real emergency, Kent. Once again, crisis has brought out the best in us. This is the Arctic Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey, oh, not sure if you guys are paying attention, but Rejected Takeoff's playing a show on August 12th in Orem, Utah at the Boardwalk at 7 p.m. Be there. We'd love to see you. Be there and be square. Maybe instead of uh, the band, we'll just record a live episode of the show. We could switch. We could switch it up. We could do both. Our bandmates might. We I mean, whatever. To, we need to remember to promote the podcast there. That's true. We are. We got to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Or talk about, uh, you know, news that pisses people off. What do uh, you guys think about the church down here in Orem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's <man>. good stuff. <laughs> Utah County. It's weird how much different Utah County is than here. And it it's is the weird. states not that far away. But so many good bands. It's true. Have come out of Utah County. The Used, Neon Trees. <laughs> Just the Used. <laughs> the Used. Uh, Imagine Dragons? They're more of a Vegas band, but Utah does try to claim them, or they do claim them because of uh, they played a lot of shows at uh, Valor. Valor. Yeah, they, they paid off the venue for the owner. Oh, yeah, they did that. Um, Neon Trees. Yep. Is that it? I'm sure there's more, but yes, those oh, are the... The Killers. The Killers-ish. He was from Nephi. Brandon Flowers was from yeah, Nephi. Yeah, they're another Vegas kind of band, but they yeah. do have some roots there in Provo. Um, we should become a Vegas band. Maybe that's what it takes. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we'll just change. Where it. in Vegas do you guys live? <coughs> Ogden, the Las, uh, you know, the one place. It's uh, Eastern, Eastern North, Vegas, North <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Vegas, Northeastern Vegas, yeah. Salt Lake. <laughs> Why are you asking? Why are you asking? <laughs> Fuck you, man. Uh, we should try to play a show in Vegas. We should do that. Well, once saw... we play a show, we can say we're from there. That's true. That's where we got big was in Vegas. Yeah. I saw a band play, a local band, just go to Denver. You want to go to Denver to play a show? Sure, I'd love to go to Denver. Well, <sighs> Toronto. Uh, no, if listen. What? You can work remote if you want to. Yeah. I work only remote. Right. Ethan needs to be a remote doctor. Randy can just tag along. <laughs> could be a remote electrician. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that works. And Hey, Move the wires there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't touch that one. <laughs> Red, green. Uh, uh, one of my, another one of my assistants is dead. <laughs> <laughs> but then we could play, we could go on tour. Yeah. And work from the bus or van or whatever we have. More bands. I wonder if bands are starting to do that more now. Why wouldn't you? I mean, like mid-level bands. I think it's to a point where we tell Ethan and Randy, if you guys can't work remote, sorry. Find other people who can? Yes. We're going to go on tour. But they're so talented. <laughs> no, I'm, I just made it sound like we're like me and Brian are so. She just like, made it sound like he was being a jerk. Yeah, but but no, they're we're, not, we're all we're all pretty terrible. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> a Canadian man who found a stick of string cheese in the refrigerator of his new home offered the snack up for trade with a large billboard ad in the middle of downtown Toronto. <laughs> 
The billboard erected this week in Young Dundas Square offers up a single marble-flavored stick of black diamond cheese string. For trade, one cheese string, the billboard reads. Accepting trades for one cheese string, marble flavor, still in original packaging. No lowballs. I know what I have. Marble flavor. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I thought Marlboro. 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 <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's got that full-flavored uh, tobacco. It's got the menthol. Angel Domingo, the man behind the billboard, said he found the stick of cheese in the refrigerator of his new home in Toronto. He said he has experience using resale websites to trade items, including... So he knows how to use eBay. Way to freaking <laughs> resell like website he items. He has experience. Like, like you need something to. I have a bachelor's degree in eBay <laughs> and classified listings online. Yes. I studied that in college. Uh, Domingo said he had already received multiple offers for the cheese. I think the most anybody had to offer me was uh, they offered me two Persian cats. <laughs> Really, he should uh, he should tr- keep trading up. He gets the Persian cats, sells the Persian cats for something, or trades them for yeah. something. Next thing you know, he's got a house in uh, the Bahamas. Yeah, he keeps trading on. Why not? I actually saw a, a YouTube kid doing that. Yeah, he, like start with a penny, and I stopped watching when he got to like a bike. <laughs> he traded up to a bike. Next thing you know, he's in a Ferrari. Right. Hmm. Mm. We should try that and see how far we can get. Um, it's still edible, and it has months until it's expired, and he hasn't accepted any offers yet, so. All right. Yeah. If you're interested, you know, then I guess learn how to use eBay or something. I don't know what he's using. But. I am trying to use Google, <laughs> and uh, it won't let me, it says my connection's not secure, or not private. Are you monitoring my computer at your home here? No. Whatever. I doesn't matter. I don't need it, I guess. I was just trying to find pictures of the what, stories you're talking about. Uh, what? The, the normal one? L, L thing? L Cars 5? Yeah, that's your Wi-Fi. Huh. Uh, whatever. It's all right. Go on. Next brand. How much is Zuckerberg worth? When camp counselor Ali Tarantino was flipping through a magazine years ago, he came upon a familiar name. Mark Zuckerberg. F. Zuckerberg. Mark. Fuck. Zuckerberg. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's correct. Oh, I but thought he maybe he changed it. Okay. Back in camp. That's uh, <laughs> he rifled through boxes of memorabilia in his basement, running his fingers over old photos, newspapers, and bus maps before finding a baseball card featuring a very young what the- and voluptuous. <laughs> Why what's this guy's name? Mark Zuckerberg. This guy's name is Ali Tarantino. His name is Ali. I mean, that's fine. I think it's a his. It, the picture is a, a, is a man with a beard. It kept saying he in the... Um, but apparently, uh, three decades later, Tarantino is hoping that a signed baseball card featuring one of the richest men in the world will bring a fortune when he puts it up for auction next month. Luckily, this man also has some experience <laughs> in selling things online. Listen, he's trying to keep the camp alive. Okay. <laughs> the Zuckerberg money ran out. Um so yeah, he found a baseball card that I'm sure it's just you know, when I don't know, when I was in Little League they did this once. They give you a printed a crappy baseball card and gave it to you. Right. Um so uh, yeah, it totally is Mark Zuckerberg. It looks like him and everything. We'll it's have a, to do a follow it's, up. Ooh, it's it's a black uh black 
Diamond? I don't know. It's rated pretty highly. Tops? <laughs> we'll have to uh, do a follow-up random headline yeah, I know. When, this, when this sells. Uh, How much, let's, we, should, we should make predictions. Oh, uh, This guy still works at the summer camp. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's doing it to pay for the camp. How much do you think? What's your over-under for a Mark Zuckerberg youth? Is it signed? Says it is. Signed youth baseball card. Who has their signature when they're... <laughs> I don't know how old they Well, he's a lizard, so <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say over <sighs> shit. I don't know some some one of let's say of, around 50,000. One of Zuckerberg's rich friends may buy this just to be a dick and it's make true. fun of him. Yeah. My my prediction's 50,000. I'm going to say 122,000. Okay. All right. We'll see. We shall see. Closest without going over. <laughs> the card will be auctioned off as a digital collector's item. Oh, it's an NFT. Or a so-called NFT. I don't get that. That has become... So why... If he has the actual card, does that mean... It's just going to be a picture of it? So does he get to keep it? <laughs> this is brilliant. He gets to auction it off, but such, he still gets to keep it. <laughs> such horse. <laughs> I don't understand this. Someone come on the show and explain it to us. How can you sell an NFT of a physical item? A mint condition baseball card of Mickey Mantle is expected to fetch ten million. Man, baseball cards, really? Oh, I still have my Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Mark McGuire home run year. Asterisk. I actually somewhere have a um Jason Kidd rookie card. Really? I don't know where it's at. You gotta sell that to someone in Dallas. No oh, one yeah, else, he's the coach there Because no one else gives a shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was good. No, he was good. Hall of Fame, for sure. Bats returned to Nevada Fire Station, forcing its close. Bats have infested... Eh, I got to stop reading the headline and then the opening. They're right. the same. Yeah, the sub-headline's always the same. The bats have been flying around the living quarters of the small fire station between Reno and Carson City, and dead bats have been found in a bay where an ambulance is parked. Well... That's good because that way, when you get your ambulance ride, you can also get a new variant of COVID. <laughs> Bat pox. Yeah. Uh, officials in 2015 managed to get the bats out of the fire station, but the return has generated health and safety concerns. Bats can transmit rabies and other viruses. You know, no shit. in the last three years, I haven't heard about bats no. transmitting any viruses. No. That's a new concept. Yeah. Huh. I just thought it was the Chinese. The guy's name is Mayberry. Like the place. <laughs> Firefighters and rescue workers based at the station dating back to the 50s will be relocated. Why don't they just build a new freaking station then? How much is how much does a fire station cost? Like $10, $10 $20. You know what they need to do is find a Mark Zuckerberg car right. and sell it as a and maybe once this guy sells it as an NFT, he can give them the card and right. they can sell it. How about NFT? we just give the firefighters some nets to sleep under and they'll be fine? Or, or is that just can, mosquitoes? Uh, we can vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't mention that all the, the bats are actually vampires, so it is gonna be hard mm. to. Huh. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I uh, that's I thought there was gonna be more to the story, <laughs> but I guess that's all. Bats Infesting fire stations. Bats in fire stations. And Zuckerberg cards and I don't know. What else? That's it. Really? Yeah, we got to work our break into 
earlier earlier into the show. Maybe before we transition to heavy stories. Maybe we'll start doing that. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll bring that up next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a vote on it. <laughs> yeah. We'll discuss it with all the uh, the big upper upper important people here. I mean, people brass. people listening aren't really taking a break, right? I I hold my urine literally until <laughs> until the break. But I mean, we could pause. <laughs> I liked I liked your Facebook post. This week with the urinals, yeah. Wherever you listen, that insinuating that maybe I, because I personally only listen to podcasts at the urinal while I'm peeing. Right. If I start to poo, I take my headphones. I'm out. on. I'm halfway through the first episode of the <laughs> Arctic podcast. <laughs> you know, I made that meme. I told you. I think yeah. I made that meme without even realizing it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing around. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is kind of funny. Toilets, wherever yeah. you listen. All right, next time I'll do a pooping one. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you can squeeze it in Ooh. or out. Squeeze, squeeze us out. in while you're squeezing one out. <laughs> that's a great that's, catch line. Oh, that's, that's How is on. that not like mainline marketing for some... <laughs> you need to t-shirt that immediately. <laughs> squeeze us in while you squeeze one out. The Yartake Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got something there. Brought to you by Charmin. Yes. And Pornhub. <laughs> the Pornhub Arena. Or what what is it? Pornhub oh, Arena. Jerk mate. Don't you we remember we talked about that that uh, I think it was Jerkmate. One of them wanted to buy the naming rights to the basketball stadium in Miami. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they they were like, oh, I don't. Who was that? We always talked about Bang Bros. Are you sure it wasn't Bang Bros? <laughs> Welcome to the NBA Finals Game 2 at Bang Bros Stadium. <laughs> I forgot about that, man. It was, uh, okay, hold on, I found it. It was, uh, oh shit, it, it was Bang Bros. <laughs> yes, I knew I remembered. <laughs> oh, big, big welcome to Bang Bros Arena in Miami, Florida. Game two. <laughs> I wish they would have done it. Yeah. Speaking of which, make sure you get all your entertainment at bangbros.com. Did you see the, during the, the, the finals, you know, where they pan over the, the stadium? Yeah. There's a nice shot from the blimp of the Bang Bros uh, Bang Arena Bros tonight. Blimp. Uh, Bang Bros, get all your bus, sex, and me. <laughs> Just their taglines. <laughs> Oh, man. Isn't there like a family guy where Brian's like, is this Captain Stabbing? Yeah. <laughs> That's C-A-P-N. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bang Bros Stadium. I love it. All oh, right. man. Okay. All right. All right. Speaking of which, if you work for the marketing department of any well-known, <laughs> I'm not even well-known, of any porn-related <laughs> website, <laughs> you, can, you can sponsor the show anytime. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I forgot about that. All, all right, right, well, all right. we won't record again before the show, probably. So come see us on the twelfth Friday night, the Say boardwalk hi. in Orem. We'll be signing autographs. Make like a make like a like a timeout sign in the audience, mm -hmm. like a T, and we'll know that you're there. T for time to leave. <laughs> we'll know that you're there to see us. Maybe yeah. like as in the Arctic podcast, right? T. That's T. All right. Make a cross. Make a cross. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> with your fingers, not with your arms. Anyway. <laughs> Find us at the Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you bring TikTok. a flaming cross to the show, <laughs> you'll be we'll know. escorted out. <laughs> or the oddtakepodcast.com where you can view our shows or listen to all of them for free. Look at all our swag, shitballs and fuck gear, SBNF. For episode 132, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>